Welcome to episode 88 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. In the area of New England, go Patriots! Uh, yes, again, uh, Patriots win and go to the Super Bowl. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. What's amazing is, is I like this a lot more than if this was like the 49ers or the 90s going to the Super Bowl all the time. <laughs> or the Cowboys. Why wouldn't you? I know, because it's my team, so I find this amazing. Why is that a, okay, you find it amazing? Okay. No, I look back at, at I was like, yeah, you younger Scott, like it more. who would be like, I'm tired of the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. But I've always hated the Cowboys, even as youth. I think most people do. No, there's a lot of people in Oklahoma who love the Dallas Cowboys, because it's a close team. Yeah, it's the closest team. But yes, the Patriots, crazy. They won a game I didn't think they could win. Maybe shouldn't have won, but they won. So that's Scott, Patriots fan, Prime. Yes. I'm Steve. I'm Scott Prime, Kilowogie, Patriots fan. Campbell. And have been since 85, so don't right. say I'm a bandwagon. Actually, the tail end of 84, 85. So. When they got their butt handed to them by the Bears. By Steve's team, the Bears. Yep. I stayed loyal for all these many years. But anyways, yeah, it's crazy. Tom Brady, he's like, if he was in Blood Bowl, he's Griff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, be. like, yeah. even though, like... He might not be the best human, <laughs> you know, for his position. You know how the quarterbacks always get the highlight All the glory. on them. Yeah. Right. But, man, is that what he'd be in Blood Bowl? He'd have to be. Many, many championships mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And same with Belichick. He's like the Reavers head coach. And No, he'd be Tom O'Landry. I was wondering. I was, he'd uh, have to. I mean, because he's not name another coach. You probably uh, can, but I couldn't. Um, helmet swimmer, but I can't remember if he's the owner or the coach <laughs> of the Reekland Reavers. Yeah. And if you wouldn't have asked me, I could have named. <laughs> Durin's um, Gold the third. Uh, yeah, there's, um, dang it. What was his first name? I can't remember. Black Bell Sanch. He's the, uh, head coach that took the Skaven Scramblers, Skaven Black Scramblers, if you're not second edition, to the back-to-back championships in Blood Bowl. And then. Is it Thorsten Durans Gold the third? I think so, yeah. Which is uh the Dwarf Giants head coach. Right. So yeah, there's can't name many head coaches. No. Uh, um, but I don't know. It's, it's just crazy from I keep thinking like, man, the Patriots are finally done. It's it's this over. It has to be the last year. This really does. Because they're replaying the Rams. If you don't like the NFL, just skip ahead, whatever. But they're replaying the Rams in the Super Bowl, Brady which is first 17 years past the time they last met up in their first Super Bowl with Brady and Belichick, right? Right. So it's just kind of a good bookmark to just go out on. You think he's going to win it? I, I, don't, I don't know the team's well enough this money, season, yes. You would I bet mean, money? Yeah. I would not. I can't. But that's also skewed because if I lose $100 and the Patriots win, I'd be happy. Yeah, <laughs> so it's true. You're I, happy either way. But, yeah, I am happy either way. And I even said that on Facebook yesterday. And, of course, people, not really many people jeered me. It's the so, Patriots. At this point, it's just, it is what it is. I think that's another. I kind of like the fact that like somebody was texting me during the game yesterday. He's like, I think I'm going to be a Patriots fan. And I was like, well, you should have jumped on this about 10 years ago. And he's like, but I really love the fact that everybody hates them. And from a wrestling standpoint, we always love the heels. He's like, I think I'm going to be a Patriots fan. I was like, well, you should have done this a while ago because everybody's hated them for a while. I honestly think their dynasty 
hurts football, like in the long run. Oh, it, it, in a lot of ways, it probably really does. Because it's just no fun when you have a dominant team that's going to get there every If year. you're not a Patriots fan, of course. Yeah. I, I've said it a million times. And then when there's if, the if allegations t- of cheating that are prevalent and sure. on multiple occasions, it just it's not a good feel. I agree. That happened a long time ago. Yeah, it's not like they're not still doing it. Come on. It's not like any team's not doing it. I'm not disagreeing. Okay. Any team is going to take advantage. But sure. Anyways, yeah. I, I still think it's really like, man. It's awesome. I didn't. It was a crazy even game. Even as a Patriots too. fan, it didn't sink in until somebody said, this is the third straight year of the Super Bowl. And I was like, oh, it really has? You know. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to lose. And I think Tom Brady's going to go down with another loss. But you know what? I'm still happy to be there. So I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to watch every freaking play like I did. Yeah. And you're going to eat a lot of sushi? And I hope I think it will at least be a better Super Bowl than last year. And I know Eagle fans will argue with me that yeah. it was amazing, but they never made the Patriots punt. And the Patriots only made the Eagles punt once. Mm. Every other thing was a turnover that changed the downs. So it was not a very good defensive game. No, not at all. From either side. So, anyways. But nobody cares about defense. I know that. <laughs> No one cares about any type of defense ever, <laughs> except in Blood Bowl. Yeah, I wish I was better at defense in Blood Bowl. Yeah. Let's I, talk I, some Blood Bowl, Steve. I feel like I'm better at defense than I am at offense. Do you because, really? Because I know what I'm, I have to do. I know I have to go after the ball. I set up a screen. You know, I, I my game plan is set in stone. I know what I have to do. On defense. Off, on defense. On offense. You have I have so many options I could do any different way, and I have to find weaknesses to exploit and go through. And I don't know. I feel pretty good on offense until I get, I guess, in what you would call the red zone. Yeah, and then I feel like I start to shit the bed. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's like, do I do this because this gives this guy one opportunity to do this, and. He might not take it, and then somebody will take it, and then yeah. it usually backfires, and then I go, I should have just done this instead. And I don't know. With Blood Bowl, I just like it when like I hurt a bunch of people, yeah, and then like offense and defense is a lot easier. Yeah. I'm sorry you're down by five guys. That rarely happens, but speaking of Blood Bowl, we started our next couple season. We have indeed. So yeah. what do you think about that? I think we will be talking about it in the first segment because <laughs> we're having a special guest with us. We will. Yeah. Okay. So we're not going to talk about him until then. We can talk. We'll, so we'll, that's our first segment. We're yeah. going to talk. We're going to talk cobble rules. How we change some things. If you people out there have leagues or a league, I say I have to say leagues because those Iowa guys seem to always have multiple leagues. Well, a lot of people have multiple leagues inside of like one main league. Like they'll have a starter league and then an intermediate league. You think it's a lot? More than one? Okay. I don't know. All right. What are we talking about in the second segment? Second segment, we're going to talk about Oklahoma and I guess do our final reveal of uh, something that we got confirmation from. Yes, this is a pretty big reveal, at least to me. We've been hinting about it and I've been planning on it and things have happened, which have kind of slowed down, but uh, we finalized it and we'll discuss it and other stuff about we Oklahoma. got final confirmation as much confirmation as we're going to get until the product is sitting mm-hmm. in our hands mm-hmm. so to speak and then in the third segment we have the year end or the year beginning downies however you want to look at it, the downy awards yep 
the Both Down Awards, which Brought some to people you by call Downey. <laughs> for 2018. Yeah. This is the new, first new podcast of 2019. It is. It's a little bit late, and I'm sorry. I contracted the plague. <laughs> sure did. Um, started getting signs of it on Christmas Day. You were you were a little sick the last time we recorded. Well, and I was I got, like, I sure hope I don't get it, and I didn't. Thank God. I really got it fairly heavy on Christmas Day, and then really like. So I'm on furlough, everybody, thanks to our government shutdown. Mm-hmm. Um, if we didn't, if I was working, there was like two days I would have probably called in. Right. It was that bad. So. Otherwise, I've been coughing my face off and, you know, just I never felt sore or anything, but like just ugh, it was awful. Lots of drainage. I didn't every time you get drainage, every hu- every human goes, how does my body make this much <laughs> stuff out of nothing? It's very true. It, it's really crazy. So, yeah. So uh, so this this episode's Scott, late. Scott but, normally coughs a lot. We didn't I didn't want to edit out, you know, a thousand times more coughing. and <laughs> Right. And so far today, I've only coughed once. So, like, That's true. you know, maybe we'll keep going with this. And uh, Speaking of furloughs, uh, Scott has no money coming in. So if you would like to contribute to his Staying Alive Fund, <laughs> you can contact him to get some art done. Well, I mean, if you're going to throw that out there, I'd probably do a sketch or something for, for Find money. you on Facebook or you want to email you? Sure, they can. I mean, I was going to maybe save this for the shout-out section. But, yeah, if could you want... Both. Email us at both down at both down podcast at gmail.com and we can talk and stuff. So also still have Death Path original artwork for sale. That's true. If anybody wants that. This is really weird doing this at the beginning of the episode and not at the end. But Well, there hasn't it, with the holidays and everything, there hasn't been a whole lot of other Blood Bowl stuff going on. Well, well not no, not really. I mean I'm glad that our the league started back. Yeah, up, we changed rules and we got one game in on the league, which I guess that's a good enough segue to go into the first segment. Yeah, let's let's do it, and then um, we'll come back with our special guest and talking about league rules, league stuff. <laughs> We're so excited. <laughs> no, well, we kind of are. Yeah, I'm excited. You're Enjoy. not excited? Of course. Go Pats. Yeah. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com. All right, for our opening segment, we have a special guest with us today. He is a two-time Cobble champion at Central Oklahoma (laughs) Blood Bowl League. Uh, Michael Grubb, welcome <laughs> to the show. Thank you. I feel so honored. You know, I'm trying to do like my Bill Belichick, Tom Brady dynasty on the league, and you've denied me twice. <laughs> <laughs> you are my New York Giants. I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> I really had, yeah, both championships games, games has been me and you, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah you, at least for me, yeah. <laughs> I've, you've given me second <laughs> twice. <laughs> uh, well, congrats on that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, this last season with my Necro team, it was going to be hard. That was going to be a hard game. And I whooped uh. your butt the first half, and <laughs> you did something crazy with your werewolf, and yeah. you dodged in there, and 
That never... got me, and that changed the course of the game. Right. Well, for, for agility werewolves, crazy things tend to happen. So. <laughs> and your necro team has a plus agility white, plus agility ghoul, plus agility werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's insane. Yeah. It's hard, but it, it's still only one nothing. Oh, yeah. No, it was it's a good you, you played much better than I did. It's just kind of going in with you know, a stacked team that kind of happens. So before we start reminiscing, we brought Michael in today because we're just going to talk about our Blood Bowl League. We know a lot of people out there who have run, you know, Blood Bowl Leagues with the new rules. We have done that for five seasons now. And Mostly the new rules, yeah. I mean, pretty yeah, close. Kind yeah. of cherry pick, seems yeah. like. Um, we're, I mean, what, what, what do we do different? I mean, we use the old, well, old wizard... wizard. We don't use piling on. We don't use... Well, piling on's an optional rule. Right. We don't use weaving daggers. Right. Doesn't really matter. Nobody plays Skaven. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyways, we brought him on just to talk about yeah. the league, and this season going forward, we're going to try to implement some changes on... And basically, we're going to talk about what we do like about the new rules and what we didn't like about the new rules, mm -hmm. and why we made some of the changes, and... We thought, what better way to do it? I mean, all of us here has a store championship, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Steve I guess did it with true. Nurgle. I've done it with Pro Elves. And you've done it with Orcs and Necromatics. So. Uh, yeah. And mainly we're doing this because we decided to change things up this last season. Well, with, I guess this current season. And uh, exactly, I mean, Michael helped. There was talk after season two about some of these changes. And I said, no, for the podcast, I'd like to play as many seasons as we can with the buyback feature and just mm -hmm. see how it kind of plays out and now we've gone many seasons so we thought yeah maybe it's time to make some rule changes yeah you know, for the betterment of the league and for the newcomer that's coming in for the first time mm -hmm. so yes yeah, so our main problem with the past league is just the copious amount of paperwork that we had to do for the rebuying right and i was just thinking about it i don't know if this had anything to do with that but this past season we all just started with a fresh team did that have anything to do with not wanting to mess with the buyback <laughs> and all that stuff. Uh, well, yeah. so this last season, season five, um, it was talked about preseason about do we all buy back our team? Do we start with new teams? And we had a lot of, at the very beginning before the season started, of like new people that said they were going to come play the league. Mm -hmm. So we thought, well, why don't everybody start? Because mm -hmm. when you sit down with somebody, especially a new player that hasn't played Blood Bowl very long, and probably even yourself, you mm -hmm. could probably speak to this, because you've only came in playing Blood Bowl since the new release. And right, yeah. At the end of 2016. 2016. Mm -hmm. um, when you first sit down and I say, hey, Michael, you play me today, and you have 3,000K in inducement, or 300K in inducements, mm -hmm. you go, uh, okay. Right. And then you start, like, freaking out, and then... A lot of times they just default to like, I guess I'll take a wandering apothecary because they don't know. Mm -hmm. Why well, me and Steve, like, uh, I'm getting 150 today and I'm going to take this, this, and this, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just comes from experience. So we thought with all these, these four or five new people that say they were going to play, <laughs> we thought, well, why don't everybody take new teams and then we'll worry about the buyback thing. And then nobody of those new people showed up <laughs> to play the full league. Well, yeah, they, they showed up at the beginning and then yeah. just kind of tweeted right. off. So that that was our thinking for this last season. And, yeah. And um, just, of course, it made the paperwork easy. But <laughs> And I think also a lot of it is we're just at the point where we're wanting to use some of the newer stuff, too. Because mm -hmm. we haven't been using the new inducements or the new stars. Well, I guess we've been using new stars, but... 
We didn't have anything set in place like, oh, this new stuff comes out. When can we use it? Yeah, that's true. I guess we really, I mean, just as a league, you know, we hadn't really even talked much about the new stuff at all, really. No. Um, you mean as the Spike magazines introduce yeah. mm-hmm. things? Yeah, yeah. Right, because, again, we didn't want to, like, overload some new guy with, like, <laughs> you know, oh, I'm going to take a, um, you know, Nurgle <laughs> wizard. Have mm-hmm. you heard of that? And I mm-hmm. go, like, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. What's yeah. Nurgle? <laughs> right. Which, at this point, it kind of <clears throat> seems like it's kind of like, all right, so, you know, we have kind of our core group that plays, you know, it seems like we get, we might get a few new people, but you know, I like the way that we're doing it now. Cause I do want to try the new stuff, you know, yeah. I'm not as worried about, you know, I want new people to come and play, but you know, not to the detriment of our league, you know, I want to try some new stuff. Yeah. And I think we still don't do like the stadiums and the rostering a star player and some of the weirder stuff, yeah. sponsorships. Like, my main thing is, like, the fun inducements and things like that. But you're right. Like, the stadiums and all that kind of stuff is just kind of, I don't know. It's just too much. much. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe if you had a longer league with a good hardcore group. I mean, our, I still consider our league kind of a beginner league with veteran yeah. players because we want more people. And there's people that come in and buy a team. And yeah. then there's people that come up for a couple of demos and watch, maybe even play, and then we never see them again. And yeah. Blood Bowl is really hard to get people into because it's not like Magic the Gathering where you can play three games in an hour. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Or, I mean, it's it's cheap on one side. All you need to do is buy one $35 team. Or even if you need two box sets, the buy-in's really cheap. It's the time that you have to commit to even being decent. <laughs> it's also cheap to 40K players. Right. It's expensive to a lot of other players. And it's hard to tell, you know, like what I need to buy to actually play at this point, you know, like I don't need the box set to play, but where am I going to get the rules if I don't? Yeah. Only having the rules available in the box set is just such a bad move. I agree. I think at this point, I don't know, either come out with a new box set every two years with a different like plastic teams, maybe. I mean, maybe then, you know, the next one's Skaven Dwarves. Yes, mm-hmm. we've already had those box sets, but to a new player, they can get something different. I would still buy it if it's, I <laughs> well, mean, yeah. even if it's the same figures in the same pitch. That's what I'm if saying. It's, if it's but updated it, rules with more stuff included. But maybe you have yeah. a different option for, like, oh, well, I'm getting into Blood Bowl and I didn't want to play humans anyways, but yeah. man, I love Skaven. Mm-hmm. I used to play, that used to be my army. And then you have two options and then you can still get the rules. But yeah. Or a hardback book. I mean, if they're worried about you're not you're going to buy our paperback book for twenty dollars instead of the the box set, make a hardcover book, and mm-hmm. then you still get fifty, sixty dollars from the c- consumer. You know, yeah, and then sure. You're still happy. Well, it just seems crazy at this point that that wasn't a part of the first almanac. You know, that just the rules themselves. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? Well. <laughs> Well, I've heard from several people kind of a similar issue where they're, you know, they want the box set, but they already know going into it. They don't want to play humans and they don't want to play orcs. So that yeah. kind of drives them off of that. So. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm really hoping this year that they're going to just introduce a rule book for everybody. Because it's, it's now been a couple of years. I mean, just a, a yeah. rule book or like I said, I'm I'm kind of hoping even for just different teams in the box set. I mean, I know this sounds like, <laughs> really crappy and i always worry about talking because like if i say something online which sounds like i'm against gw yeah somebody will come out and say like or jty will pop in and say hey we're doing our best (laughs) i agree i'm not saying i'm not blaming the personal people yeah 
I'm sure you guys have tons of ideas that you would like to implement, but you're just not allowed to because you work for GW. And there's only so much they can do. To and there's almost something to do, and you're always going to do it for 40K and other things before yeah. Blood Bowl. But, I mean, they would benefit a lot for some new art. I mean, the art is yeah. really nice. Yeah. It really is. It's a lot of that art that they use back in the Fantasy Flight game, mm-hmm. and they've used for the Cyanide game. And it, it is good art. It really is. It's not like I hate the art. They got their use out of it. And as much as, you know, like that Blood Bowl comic, the very first one that came out, Mm -hmm. the art, I mean, the art was not a style I enjoyed at all. Their art is good, but man, they've been milking it. And even -hmm. if you got the same artist to do a new Blood Bowl cover that Mm -hmm. had Skaven and Dwarves fighting on it and playing Blood Bowl, that would pop on the shelf Mm -hmm. and maybe get new eyes to it is what I'm kind of getting at. Yeah. If, If you ask me. Yeah. I mean... I've I've now been in a store now where when board games come out with like a new edition or change the art, it's amazing how many people pick it up. Yeah, it just takes a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even at our store, sometimes we flip the board game backwards, mm. and it's amazing how you know you think it's <laughs> stupid, but then somebody will walk by, <laughs> and we I laugh because I watch as soon as you do it, somebody will walk by and see that back of the board game, they'll pick it up and read about it, and you're going like, Jiminy Christmas, <laughs> you just had to. You know, redirect their eyes. So right. I think yeah. that would be good for Blood Bowl. Yeah, because same here. I mean, I haven't been playing forever, but, you know, I see you're right there. You see that same art everywhere. And it looks mm-hmm. great. Like, honestly, when I first started playing, I like, I love this art. Man, like, okay, I've seen this picture. I've and seen I, this and picture. I'm not, yeah, I, and I'm not saying change artists. I'm yeah. saying yeah. give us new art. And that's what's so refreshing about the Smite magazine, too, is, is if you can get a new person to just look at one, mm-hmm. <laughs> Because they're already overwhelmed. Then they see all this new stuff, and they're like, oh, this is cool. I got to have it. You yeah. know? Now, how do I get all these? You know. Right. So um, back so, to our back I was to say, our we've league. kind of deviated from <laughs> the know, actual I league. Know, <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That that just means enthusiasm from people yeah. who love Blood Bowl. <laughs> sure. So, so, I was say, so for the past, like up until now, we've been using, what would you call it, like CRP inducements? or Yeah, for the most part, CRP. Because it was just easier, it had more variety. And really, the new game didn't have much until the spikes came out. CRP tends to have just a wider variety of the inducements. Mm -hmm. And up until spike, we didn't have that many inducements. Now, with all the new spikes coming out, each team getting a wizard, and each team getting this, that, these, and the others, Mm -hmm. uh, we've decided to incorporate that and have a way to incorporate it in the future, too. Yeah. And I guess at this point, about everything... That you'd have in CRP is taken care of now with, you know, the sports mage wizard or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone kind of has something they can use. And up until recently, they didn't have that. I still think teams that aren't out in spikes are at a disadvantage because mm-hmm. spike teams have 10 stars. Oh, yeah, totally. They get their own personal wizard that's better than just a random wizard. And they still have access to the random wizard. I agree. That's true. Um, I don't know. I mean, but we had to make that step forward. So that's yeah. what we've decided to do. Absolutely. We've decided to, one, I really liked the league buyback stuff where at the end of the team, at mm-hmm. the end of the year, you add up everything, you buy back your team, you see if they age out, stuff like that. I loved it. But the paperwork for it was awful. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, so the first also- couple of seasons, we had a co-commissioner, Anthony. Yeah. Um, military guy who had to go away for a while. and uh, But he did all the paperwork behind the scenes for mm-hmm. every team because 
it's not that we don't trust people, but there, we had a lot of new players. It's I mean, confusing. I mean, I mean, really, Anthony was new. Yeah. And so it was like me and you as veteran players, and then all these new people. And mm-hmm. not everybody had rule books, so it was very fair to say, like, you know, we need to, as a commissioner, double-check everybody's work. Sure. Because that first season, I did my own work, and you caught, you know, you caught we, some we, things and vice versa. So we, we had to keep track of all the paperwork. So I loved it when he was doing it. Mm-hmm. And then we came to the season I had to take over, and I was like, holy crap, this yeah, is a just, lot of paperwork. We're just magically taken care of. Yeah, that's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> yeah, sweet. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. <laughs> and also, we, we're using OBBL, which mm-hmm. is good. But we have done preseason games, so it's hard to see, like, without going to every individual game, how many casualties you've done, how many touchdowns you've done. Mm -hmm. If you did this, like, through your own personal Excel spreadsheet or something, it'd probably be a lot easier. But we're not doing that, and OBBL doesn't have the capability to do it itself. Mm -hmm. Right. So we just decided to do away with that. So... We went to a new tier of buying back. And I think when we discussed this before, this is a, a system that I'd been pushing for a while because I like the the idea of it. It just feels more NFL to sure. me. Sure. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and I was pushing the other side because I really wanted to see how it played out after many seasons on the, on the buyback. And we, had a, we have a small sample size because we don't have a ton of teams mm-hmm. and we don't have a ton of seasons in and we really only played at max 10 games a season. Right. So the buybacks didn't really appear to be that detrimental to people. It seemed more detrimental to a younger or a fresher team that doesn't get a bunch of games in with a new coach because they're not scoring touchdowns. They're Mm -hmm. not getting casualties. Right. So when they buy back, they're getting screwed. Mm -hmm. And then the high-end teams, well, you're getting a ton of casualties. You're getting a ton of touchdowns. And you're winning the championship to get a little extra money. Mm -hmm. So you're fine. Every season I had to buy back... I had to cut a few players, but it wasn't like a painful decision. Right. Yeah. And like you said, we only played 10 games plus playoffs. So therefore you have 13 games at most, you know, in the can, if you Mm -hmm. play all the the bracket and everything. So it just going to what we go to for our league length is probably pretty close to actually, this might hurt more and make, make us make more decisions now. It might. We'll see. I think so. I mean, I think, well, just from me buying back this season, you know, there were some definite, like, choices I had to make for sure. And I even started out better than most because I had, you know, extra money from championship, extra money from having an MVP on my team. And still, I mean, I, I had to cut a good chunk of players, you know. And that's, but none of the good ones. Well, I lost <laughs> the my ones four we... agility ghouls. <laughs> that's oh, that's no. about it. But now... That's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, Wolves you had to cut there. him. Yeah. I mean, he uh, okay. Was... I didn't even notice because your team is so stacked. I was like, <laughs> why would you cut a Why would you cut a four agility ghoul? Because you well, have a four agility werewolf and a four agility white. That was Fair part enough. of it, and it just yeah. came down to just just money. Honestly, like he had he had a couple other skills too, and just like just wasn't gonna, optimized. Well, kind of. And you know, I've got all this money on a ghoul. Like this thing's gonna die first game. This, this yeah, you know, the first <laughs> that's, game that's back. True. So, well, uh, so, hopefully, if any of those other guys fall, we're going to kick them until they oh, die man, too. Oh man, I know. Well, this, we we played one game so far this this season for this league, and it came it came pretty close on a couple of those. <laughs> so we should probably talk about actually what we're doing. Sure, go go for uh, that. Now, previously we had been been also doing the old rule for the MVP, which is just <sighs> random, 
And now we're choosing to do the pick three skill. Oh, I, I hate this so much. <laughs> I'm kind of liking it. I hate it. It does feel nice to really feel like you're going to level someone every game. Probably. Well, we, we've talked about my problems with it. Yeah. And the only way we've justified, or I will allow this in my brain in my league, is we're calling it what? Making making a valuable player. <laughs> making a viable player <laughs> viable, or something. Because yeah. Joe at the store came up with that. <laughs> I don't feel like it's a MVP in the sense of, oh, this guy's shaking his butt on the sidelines. He's making the crowd go crazy. Mm-hmm. Let's give him MVP selected by the announcers. Because this is the coach saying, one of these guys needs to improve. Now, we could say that... Previous seasons, we were playing in like a lower division league, and now we've gone to the big times. So that's why we're having different rules, and they're being more picky about who gets the MVP. Because I'm fine as long as we can <laughs> like justify that. the fluff. Yeah. I, yeah. It, again, when the new well, rules came out, if they would have just called at the end of the game, you get to pick three players to have some extra training. Right. I would have never had a problem with this. Yeah, and then they could have kept the MVP, and it could have been worth one point, and I would have mm-hmm. never had a problem with it. That's interesting. Fluff-wise, I like the MV, the random MVP. But yeah. I came from second edition, so everything was super random, and you just made the story work for whatever your roles were. Mm-hmm. I don't. I probably will like this new MVP. But what it what it did in that first game means I was stressing out because I was like, I got to get three guys with at least one point so I can guarantee get a skill. Because yeah, for sure. If you huh. miss a game with not getting a skill with this new MVP rule, you're going to feel behind the eight ball. Well, yeah. I think maybe, maybe not because eventually you'll have wanting to be giving it to people that have already got, you know, 16 mm-hmm. points or something. So eventually, but you're yeah. going to always put people in the pile that can get a skill, right? Maybe. I mean, a Depends lineman with team. a block skill is going to be at least better than the lineman without. I don't know. We'll find out. I mean, yeah. We're one week into the new MVP rules. We'll so. talk yeah. about it later. <laughs> Well, and I'll say from my experience with, you know, the first game in with it, I mean, it really does like, I don't know, it just changes the dynamic of the after game stuff because it's, you know, usually it's it like, well. It makes you feel a little bit better. Yeah, Because it, it feels like you are progressing how you want. Well, and it, it makes bad beats a lot better, yes. I feel like. You know, even if I get stomped, I know that I have a good chance of getting some progression out of this, even if I didn't get any other points this game, you yeah. know. I, I get why they changed it. I think that's exactly why they changed it. Mm-hmm. They wanted to give that user, I got beat, or I, or I won, but mm-hmm. I progressed my team. Because we've all been there where we've won a game. Like, oh, I won one to nothing. I got two guys, two of my guys killed, and I didn't get a skill. You and know, the, Or the MVP went to a lineman that I don't care about. Mm-hmm. Or like last week, I, I came home, and Jennifer's like, how'd you do? I won. Oh, so you're in a good mood. Well, not really, because Steve <laughs> killed one guy. He badly hurt another guy. Like, I won on paper, but I won nowhere else. Oh, yeah. I, I bashed the crap out of your team. <laughs> so, but I got a skill out of it. Yeah. So I was at least happy about yeah. that, because the old way, I could have easily not got a skill. Yeah. So I will say on the flip side, though, that it is going to make for some pretty powerful team or players, at least, you know, because on mine on this last one, I put my, you know, badass werewolf on there to try to get one he got it sure so now i've got a four agility block uh <laughs> so four agility block um dodge now sidestep oh, so. are you kidding me <laughs> so don't we have the know. old lightning bolt uh, wizard left is he not in there anymore no we got rid of him yeah oh we got the other guy yeah, because the turn to frog yeah <laughs> 
So we could turn him into a frog and badly hurt him. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to badly hurt him. I want him dead. <laughs> so, can my team no, take it? He's going to stay in his own cage from now on until I need <laughs> so, him. There should be a dark elf with chainsaw. <laughs> really bad. That would be kind of cool. Ten movement, chainsaw, just <laughs> yeah. against werewolves. We're just going to implement the old rule that any team can take a chainsaw for 30 inducement. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, for creation of a team, we're keeping with one million just to make your team as normal. And, and you then you get five fan factor for free. For free, right. And there was a little back and forth about that at the beginning, too, of like kind of adjusting that buy-in value in the beginning yeah. for new players. But I still pref- would have preferred giving them more, but I was the minority. You're saying that. if a new team comes in? Yeah. I just don't want to do that. I just To me, it's a matter of just not having as much inducements or whatever. Because for reference... When you bring the team back for their second season, your cap is $1.25 million. So a team from second to first season, there's a 250000 difference. I, uh, I, I get what 200 you're saying. F- whatever. But I get what you're saying. You, you wanted it to be like every season, almost everybody's kind of on equal footing value yeah. or closer on value-wise. Yeah. So like if you did take a human team, you can start with a full roster Good re-rolls and money in the bank or something. Mm-hmm. I think that eliminates the tough team-building decisions at the beginning. Yeah. Well, I that's mean, why you imagine, you're not doing it. I mean, I played Dark Elves, and if I would have had the money you suggested, yeah. I wouldn't have cared that I lost those people. You know, Exactly. I would have had a full roster. And- that's a positive to me. Okay. Because then you do get beat up that first game by a team that's better. Then you don't hate it as much. Oh, well, I you don't, don't have that clean I mean, sweep. It's of, Blood Bowl. You're supposed to just hate it all the time and keep playing. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Maybe that's the difference between Blood Bowl and other games. Like people really love Mac. <laughs> yeah, yeah you really have to come in. You know, it's kind of a masochist. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, you have get, to accept the uh, fact that you're going to hate yourself yeah, and yeah. other people. I just really want to get my ass kicked. That's why I'm playing this. People who suffer from depression, you should play a lot of Blood Bowl. <laughs> So in the initial idea of this rebuy, you would have to rebuy everything, including Fan Factor. But the way that OBBL is set up, there's not a way to get rid of Fan Factor you earn. So I'm, I'm glad it kind of forced that. because So now you don't have to buy back your Fan Factor. Therefore, if you become a famous team and kind of earn your Fan Factor, mm. I kind of like that you just get to keep it. We changed that. Right. Like, no matter what, your fan factor stays the same. So, like, if yeah. you're a team that has a really bad season, your fan factor goes down to three, but you play the next season, you earn your way back up. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of, from a sports role-playing game aspect, I really like that. Yeah, I don't really have any issue with it. So Yeah, well, and that's what, you know, I was texting Steve, you know, I was like, when I was rebuilding my team, I'm like, <laughs> I got, like, 13 fan factor or whatever. I don't want this. Like, yeah. it's going to cut into my... But you can't do anything about it besides (laughs) failing roles, which you will eventually do. Right. Maybe. Well, he has to lose first. Then he has to fail the roles. (laughs) Sidestep werewolf. Yeah. (laughs) I know he's going to die this next game. Hopefully. (laughs) Season 1, 1 million. Season 2, 1.25. Season 3, 1.3. Season 4 and higher is 1.35. Okay. And then there was some incentive bonuses. Can yeah. you go over those real quick for people out there? So we are doing, when you go to the tournament at the end of the season, champion wins 50K extra, second place is 40K, third is 30, fourth is 10, and then we do MVP for the league, and that MVP gets 20K. 
and that goes on top of whatever you got to rebuy your team. Right. So if you end the season with 200000 in the bank, it just that, that all, washes out. All the bank is wasted at the end of the season party, you know, either right. mm. spending it to have a good time or spending it to pay off people not to report on the good time that you had. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get this money back. And so in the past, we've done league MVP as we take the highest um, person with completions, casualties, interceptions, uh, casualties MVP. We mm-hmm. take all those in there, and then it's random because we make it like the the press picked it. Yeah. Luckily, every season, because usually the the high guy with uh, it, it, the interceptions is one. Yeah. It's Luckily, that. like randomly, the fluff has not <laughs> said like, "Oh, we love this guy with one interception." <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we had a season with no interceptions, didn't we? Yeah, I think we had one season with no interceptions. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the MVP was a random thing. Yeah. Uh, now, going forward, since you can pick your three for MVP, making a valuable player. <laughs> Probably remove that. Or No, it's it's in the rules as removed for the MVP. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. That, yeah. that was removed. So now we just have the four stat stats that you can actually earn by rolling dice. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. It does yeah. make sense if we're changing the MVP rule mm-hmm. to take that away. And believe it or not... You don't think this money, because I was going to argue when we were having our league meetings about maybe that's not enough. And I'm a big proponent of pushing the third place game because Mm. while Blood Bowl is a fantasy sports football game, I like the aspect in to at least most Americans. I like it being like in in a lot of ways, like a rugby soccer thing and World Cup. I love the fact that they play a third place game. I mean, matter of fact, if you ask me. College football, if you're going to go to the thing and have the Final Four, I have no idea why they don't play a third-place game. But, you know, mm-hmm. Americans don't really yeah. care for third-place games. I I, I understand that, but I like it for a, a league and a fluff standpoint. And that money makes a difference because on my back, my back this season, I was going to have to make a cut. And then I was like, oh, I forgot about my second-place money. And then <laughs> I put it in there. I was like, holy crap, that makes a huge difference. Yeah. And it's it's pennies. But it makes enough to keep guys and stuff. Oh, it's so like, like, Michael, you got the first place and the MVP last season, right? Right. So and there's 70K. Yeah, well, and there was going to be, honestly, just that 20K for getting the MVP um, on top of what I was already trying to figure out. Even that made a huge difference, you know, yeah. just who you're able to keep. So, yeah, I think that's... Right. I, well, I, that, that's, I looked at your roster. I was like, man, you got to keep everything, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And then I went and added it up, and I was like, oh, MVP helped him out. Yeah. And I was like, that's really cool that... <laughs> It was a factor, yeah. you know, and uh-huh. so like you're, you want to try to earn one of those, you know, if possible. So I think that, I think it's neat for the league. Well, and I like those stakes for third place because then that means instead of just two teams going into the end that, you know, have something that matters, having four teams going into the end to really, you know, really incentivizes, you know, being in the top the four. End, yeah. 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 It makes it actually feel like you're doing something rather mm-hmm. than just wasting time. I mean, like, I was, we do get dice. But, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I want those bronze dice if I'm in, <laughs> going in third. Yeah, it's stupid. I've when got you, a couple you tell me I get now. to earn dice, mm-hmm. I want them. Do I ever use them? No. But if you say, like, you earn something, <laughs> right. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's goofy, but it's something I like. But I think this buyback. We're going to try this for the whole year, aren't we? Yeah. Is that what we agreed yeah, to? Yeah, for sure. Um, so that should put a couple seasons, if not three seasons, under our belt. No, it's just two. 
I mean, we, we moved to two seasons a year. Yeah, we actually, that was another change in our league is we used to do three seasons. So we'd play for three months and have a month mm-hmm. for playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now we're doing it to where, like, we're playing January, February, March, and April. So four months is the regular season. May is going to be the championship season. And then June is going to be our Open and Alcorn tournament. Oh, that's right. It's a little tournament for new people. Yeah. So we have or the regular teams, season. I say. We're going to have the championship month to where we can do all the playoffs and kind of give people a break. Then that next month, people can play whatever they want. But we're going to have the Alcorn tournament, which we've done for our local or home league forever. And then um, it's going to be for new teams. So they start at $1 million. But if they want to get a little extra experience, they go through that, and then they can build up their team a little bit before they go into the league. Right. This oh. also allows like new people. Let's say Jeff Hunt comes back to play. Yeah. yeah traditionally, Anybody. he always plays orcs. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he wants to try Skaven. So for two games, he borrows my Skaven team, yeah. tries them out, and then he's like, oh, I kind of actually like these guys. you know? Yeah, absolutely. And if he doesn't like them, he moves on. And if if he does, he gets a little bit more experience. So when he goes into the league and he plays Michael's badass two-time <laughs> champion mm-hmm. uh, Necro team, <laughs> since he brought him back, um, you know, the, the gap for the inducements is not so big. Yeah, you know? so, that was one of the big things. And if you choose not to play in it, that's fine. You you yeah. don't play and you just have that more much. It's more just a way to get a couple extra. Pre, it's preseason. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's really exactly. what it is. So yeah, I really like that. I didn't realize that that is what that Alcorn Cup was going to be. Yeah, I we haven't fleshed out the rules yet. Yeah, that's, no, I think that's a really good idea though. We started that in our in our home league. Um, we always had a preseason tournament in case people wanted to have new teams, you know, and mm-hmm. just to kind of let them get a few skills. To encourage play. And it's called the Alcorn because Brian Alcorn, yeah. the yeah. owner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's the Kimry owner. But, um, yeah, we tried that, and it, it seemed to really work with people. It's a lot of fun. And, and near the end of our home league, um, we implemented a – you know how soccer has friendly matches or whatever mm-hmm. where they just play a match? To, we implemented that you get get a two-game friendly. So if me and Steve just wanted to play some of our old teams, we could. Or We've we... had that in the rules. No, I don't know that anyone's ever really taken up right. on it. It's, yeah, it's, I know. It's We've hard had it to play leads. for no reason, kind yeah. of. Yeah, I agree. But it's yeah. still a thing. Um, you also We also changed um, league night. Yeah. So if you're out there and you have a small league – and I'm going to call our league a small league. At times, I want to say we're medium. Yeah. And at the, at the very beginning, we had like you know 12 coaches and sure. stuff mm-hmm. like that. Now we're like hit or miss on eight, you know, mm-hmm. type deal. So um, I still consider us a small league. But we had the problem of the rule used to be you can only play anybody twice. Yeah. And not back to back. Well, some nights, you know, people have to work. They have kids. Kids get sick. You have that scenario where four people show up and it's like, well, I can't play you or you. Yeah. And I really can't play, you know, I already played you two games. What? Mm-hmm. I guess I'm going to go play the Magic Tournament while you three play, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever. And we've all done that. So you've changed it to what this season? Basically, at league night, it doesn't matter. As long, I mean, we it's will... still chosen at random at league night. We will try to make it to where you don't play someone you've played the last game you don't play someone that you've played three times in the season because now it's a longer season Mm -hmm. we have that pushed up but worse comes to worse if there's no way around it just play whoever because it's still random 
Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be a good change because I know many times I would go play something else. Or, or people just wouldn't show up because they're like, well, I know that I can't play so-and-so and so-and-so right. and they're showing mm-hmm. up, so I'll just let them play. Yeah, you get on Facebook, who's showing up tonight? And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. And these three people say they're in. And it's like, well, I can't play either one of y'all. Right. See you next week. Yeah. <laughs> and that kind of sucks. So we want to see more butts in the seats, so to speak, at Blood Bowl night. Yeah. We also changed Blood Bowl night. We used to run it on Wednesdays. We took a vote in our Facebook group. And some players said that they could show up on Mondays if it was on Mondays. So <laughs> they better get here. They, they get better get show here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping that like last week was just maybe too early of a start for the season. I, I hope all the people that voted for Monday night really come out for Monday night. I don't mind it actually on Monday so far. Yeah, I don't either. Monday nights, you know, honestly to me, weeknights as long as it's not Friday are about the same. So if more people can play on Monday, I'm happy to do it on Monday. We just got to get him to come out. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of, at least right now, why there's no Monday night football, yeah. to like draw people away. Although I don't know if that's really a. Not now that it's on ESPN, nobody cares. Nobody cares as yeah. much like they did 20 years ago. At yeah, least. NFL, you want to know why you're shooting yourself in the foot? Because the games are on ESPN, games mm. are on the NFL network. Well, I mean, not to get on a tangent, but I'm, I almost always watch the Sunday night game, yeah. even if I don't like the teams. And that's like now my what would have been my Monday night game thirty years ago, twenty sure. years ago. Now it's Sunday night game, and Jennifer mm-hmm. watched the same game with me and stuff too. Anyways, that's a tangent. Yeah, I, I like being able to call our Blood Bowl league. You know, come to a Monday night Blood Bowl. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean because at that? least that re- resonates in somebody's head. Because mm-hmm. I got to during the Magic tournament this weekend, somebody was looking at the calendar like. You play Blood Bowl? Yeah, come on out. Monday Night Blood Bowl. I played Blood Bowl in years. I didn't even know it was still sold. And I walked him over there. You know, yeah. went through the whole thing. You know, I know he's not going to buy it because right. he's a Magic player. They don't have extra money. <laughs> or rarely. I yeah. mean, it's but, like getting a meth addict go, hey, yeah. do, would you like something? No, I want meth. Okay. You, want, you want some pot? <laughs> no. no. Meth. Just meth. Just, <laughs> but, um, you know, I showed him that we stock it and stuff like that. But... The name, you know, it, it caught on to him. Like, oh, sure. Man, you know, Monday Night Blood Bowl. It's That's also cool. something to look forward to on Monday That's rather true. than just uh, have to go back to work. Yeah, it's a nice little, like, I don't know, incentive for getting through the day. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, I don't know. It, it Because of that, it might feel better to go. Because, like, in the middle of the week on Wednesday, sometimes I'm like, uh Yeah, it's kind of a slog. You're like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't really kind of want to go down there. But and Mondays, done, nothing yeah. else is going on. Yeah. And you got through work, and you're like, oh, reward. Yeah, well, yeah I don't know what it is about Monday. <laughs> so far, it feels better. Maybe it's just different, but we'll, I, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. My preference still, like if I owned a game shop and I could pick any time I want, it's going to be Sunday night. Because I just love playing on Sunday night. Like the weekend's done, I go do my last fun thing, and mm-hmm. then it's the end of the week. Yeah, because they used to run a hero click tournament. Mm-hmm. What was it, Borders? It was Borders. Back in the day, you ran a hero click tournament at like 7 o'clock Sunday night. And, and it was, attendance was good, and everybody was, like, happy. And, yeah, it was, like, my favorite thing. Yeah. It was weird. It just had a better vibe to it. Hmm. Well, a lot of people don't do a lot of stuff Sunday night. It's it's so weird. That's very true. I but, mean, Sunday day, yes, but Sunday night, you're kind of like, okay, I can yeah. relax. It's so weird how, you know, once a week Blood Bowl sometimes is like, man, that's kind of a lot. But then I think back to Hero Clicks where, okay, I go play... What was it, 11 o'clock at Speeding Bullets? Mm-hmm. Or was it 10? 
I don't know, something like that. Mor- morning at Speeding Bullets. Then we go up to Dragonfire, play there. And Wizards was on Friday. And then we'd go play at uh, New World on Sunday morning day. Well, a couple things. And then things. Borders was at Sunday night. A couple of things. <laughs> uh, you know, no no children or family. Yeah. Um, we were younger and more. We didn't have houses. Yeah. I guess we had less responsibilities. Oh, that's very true. Um, but the mentality of... It was also more varied. <laughs> we played more hero click hours in that time, but we got more games in mm. than you would have at a yeah. four-round four Blood Bowl tournament. Yeah, very true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Blood Bowl's a very different beast. And that's the thing with it. And I'm sure the 40K players are laughing at us because <laughs> you play a two-hour game because I've heard their games are really long. That was now, I don't, I don't know enough to say, like, I know it's a three-hour game. or yeah. I don't know because I don't play. But I've heard that their games are very long. Sure. So, and they only take, what, five turns or something like that. That was one thing I was going to mention about the size of our league. One problem that we have is we don't really have that big of a 40K group at the store. We sell a ton of 40K. We have few players that show up and actually play it. And yeah. all of them want to play casually. Yeah, They mm-hmm. don't want big tournaments. They actually have told the store owner, like, we really want to, you know, Brian was like, they're about to do this big campaign. And like that usually attracts the wrong people. We want it friendly. We want to have fun. We want to build our models. We don't really even care who wins or loses. We just want to play. Yeah, it's a very different forty k different crowd atmosphere hmm. there. They all get along. Yeah, sure. And they'll sit around and build models and they'll help each other out. But it is so different compared to a lot of the other local stores in the area. Mm-hmm. It's just odd to me. But I mean, if that's what they like, I don't. Our um, Star Wars um, X-Wing crowd, yeah, same way. I mean, they don't mind having the big tournaments and stuff for the really big like events, but yeah. the problem is is they don't want to play competitive all the time. Therefore, they don't attract a lot of the players for those big events, so we can't hold the big events. But they'll come and they'll play every week. You know, there's a small group of them, and they just play casually. And hmm. It's just different considering our store is very heavy competitive in Magic oh, yeah. and in Dragon Ball and in Pokemon and stuff yeah. like that. So, it's, yeah, you're right. I mean, when I walk by their table when we're playing things like that, I don't, I don't even know that there's actual matches going on because they're just hanging <laughs> so, out. It seems sometimes like sometimes you, know? you wonder. Cause we, I'll even walk over there and it's like, what's going on? And it's like, well, we're, we're setting up for this game. <laughs> you know, so, but yes, if we probably had more 40k players. We probably would have some more Blood Bowl players too, and old, you know, honestly, older people too, because the 40k people tend to be younger guys. It seems. Yeah, we don't have yeah. a whole lot of old people who you know may have seen Blood Bowl in the past and played it. You're right. You're right about that a lot. Hmm. So maybe it's just a byproduct of being in the college town. There could be some of that too. I mean, um, I don't know. 40k now they've really done. From an outsider looking in that doesn't know anything. They have a lot of different formats now with this kill team stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, they're giving them different choices instead of you need a a $1,000, you know, cost army. Now you can buy a smaller box and still play and stuff. But Hmm. good good for them. I mean, I said it it sells wonderful at the store. I just wish we had about six more regular Blood Bowl players. Oh, yeah. And I mean regular Blood Bowl players. Yeah, because we have quite a few that are attached to the league, but just kind of... Like Rod and Donna have dropped off the face of the earth. And they go through pockets of when they do that. I Mm -hmm. mean, they'll they'll be around for three months, and then they... Yeah, they came back towards the end of this last season. And they played in the playoffs, 
and then they're gone again. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's a work schedule thing. I don't I don't know what's going on, but I have a feeling they'll be back. It's just I want them to come back and be regulars, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it's amazing to me how we can have uh, record-setting tournament attendance. <laughs> thank thank God for all the listeners who come travel into town, but we can't get 12 regular people for a Blood Bowl league. Yeah. I think we kind of shoot ourselves in the foot in the foot just where we're at cuz we get we have some great players and some really cool people that play, but they're also in the military or their students and then there's yeah. a so, lot of that we, that is know, true <laughs> we, we lost another one this season um nick claire was gonna play yeah he was ready to play and then i heard him talking to brian like two weeks ago like well guess what i'm doing in 20 mm-hmm. days and he's mm-hmm. like what he's like i'm out of here you know for six months and i'm like well there goes another player yeah really we've had four air force people and I think they've all been deployed or moved. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple of college people who either moved for school or they finished school and they left. Right. Yeah. I mean, we've had mm-hmm. some <laughs> – really, we've been blessed. We haven't had any annoying players. We haven't had somebody that privately – Not that we hate, no. That we have privately <laughs> said, like, he's really annoying. I, right. I don't want to go I don't want to go play this guy. And I'm sure everybody says that about me. Sure. Yeah. I know Donna says I don't want to play Scott because he gets angry. <laughs> <laughs> but we haven't had that guy like, oh, God, we really wish this guy would move away. Oh, yeah. We haven't had that. No. We, we have had really good people play. And then it's like, hey, guys, guess what? I got a <laughs> new job in another state. And I was like, well, you bastard. Oh, yeah. yep. It's like, why do all the good people leave? It's so, like, congratulations. <laughs> but <laughs> wrapping all this up, though, did we make any other changes to the, like, big changes to the league? Because I do uh, think all our changes are probably for the betterment of our league. So for rebuying, you have to play at least four games. I think that's great because yeah. you don't want people rebuying if they've only played three games and their mm-hmm. schedule just didn't work out. Uh, we are allowing argue the call now, but you do have to have a dedicated coach model. So this is kind of a reward for people who actually do effort of modeling and painting and so stuff. So you're saying I can bring an extra lineman? Nope. <laughs> Has to be a coach model. Yes, we're fluffy. <laughs> um, we're still not using the new cards. That's probably the main thing. Is currently we're not using any of the new cards. So, I'm toying with the idea of buying some, like from the store, and leaving a a box at the store with cards. But uh, I don't know if anyone's really going to use them. Well, I was I was just thinking, you know, over the past well, we've done five seasons at this mm-hmm. point. I've played against a card once. Yeah. You know, because we just use the CRP cards, right? Yeah. So, so just like no one ever. <laughs> well, the bad no thing is, them. is if you guys. I would take more cards now. I feel guilty taking the old CRP cards against a new player just because they don't, they might not even think about that as an option. Or me and Steve is so used to that. Yeah. And I really feel. I mean, I bring the cards is every a, week. I like. This isn't an old guy complaint about the new cards. While I'm glad we have new cards because that gives us new, like, fluff and story to write around, like, you know, different crazy stuff that happens on the field. I just, the CRP cards were very balanced, if you ask me. Felt like it, yeah. It, it felt like if I was going to buy a value card, this is a $50,000 card, this is a $100,000 card, yeah. for the most part. The dirty tricks, you kind of felt like you're getting the most bang for your buck out of those because you could drop somebody. Sure, but, but there was one, yeah. there was the, what, that one that you could have got a random wizard, and still it's one out of 12 chance. Yeah. Um, 
they just felt more balanced than these. Let's put it that way. For sure. Um, I mean, because they took some of the old cards and revalued them, and we were like, that used to be uh, mm-hmm. what was the one that was like a high value card that they changed to like a fifty thousand. I can't remember. But I can't it was remember either. But they changed some of swing. them up. And to me, it's like I'm fine if like the new cards had no value on them. And they all had the same back, and you just shuffled them up, and if you just got good luck, you got good luck. Yeah. But when you say they're different value and they're under cost, you're always going to grab from that deck. See, I kind of feel like that's what we could do is just buy some, pull them together, and then put backs on them, and then it's 100 k Take a random card. Yeah. And we might do that after this season because we, we've talked about this But even like looking recording a lot. Looking at the store, seeing the packs that Brian has, and going, okay, I would buy these. It's freaking 200 bucks. Oh, wow, yeah. Am it I going to spend 200 bucks to get cards that we might use? <laughs> right. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, that's a big investment for, I mean, you know, that CRP card part, like, it just works so well already. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and I can go buy decks of those for cheap through time. Well, even if you didn't have those decks, they, they, were, they worked out when you had just a pack yeah. of regular... A deck, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. a deck of cards. Oh, I got the queen of spades. I got this. Mm-hmm. You know, boom. I got the king of diamonds. I got this. And it just worked wonderful. Yeah. And it may be in time some of those things will change. It might not. If and, GW put out a, a one big thing mm-hmm. of just special play cards that have previously existed, probably I, buy I would, it. I would buy those in a second. Yeah. Because I'm not going to buy those new ones because of all the, the stat cards. But that's just me. So... Let's see. Um, our inducements and stars are from the BB16 rule set. For any team that has not had a spike or similar re-release, in case they do something in the future, you can still use the CRP stars. Per above, the inducement cards must be used from CRP. Um, so we are doing when the new spike comes out. Well, I think we're giving like a two-week leeway, I think. Giving everybody a chance to. Yeah. Buy it if they want. Give you a couple of weeks it. to buy it, look at it, and then after that, we'll be using the new ones. And we're not using old and new people. We're just going new people. New people is it how? So just the people from Spike and yeah. not like... Uh, so oh, like so dark like, elves. The, like the Dark Elves, I can't take Ikith of Bethoin, right. Bethoin because he's no longer right. listed. He's right. only CR- we're, we're doing our best to move away from CRP completely if oh, we can. I like <laughs> CRP, though. Well, yeah, of course, but... It's not fair to... I know, that's just being an old guy. Yeah. I like some of those old star players. And of course, since it wouldn't be legal to take all the stars and the inducements and stuff and put them into a spreadsheet, I'm pretty sure Michael didn't do that to be nice and do a good job at that. (laughs) But, you know, if you have a league out there and you want to use stuff, it may not be a bad idea to go through the rules and do something like that. Yeah, Michael made an awesome... um, I don't know, cheat sheet. I don't user guide for our league. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. He didn't do anything. Oh, we're not allowed to do that. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? So it never happened. That sounds like some kind of copyright right. infringement. Yeah, I mean, I it doesn't seem. I you do can't that. write in Excel like, like uh, I don't know Barney Cheney, the werewolf. I'm sure then... you could. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I find funny? Hmm. I've thought about this miscellaneous times, just driving around to myself, like. How take Zara the Slayer? Mm-hmm. We know that um, Carla the Sl- or whatever in it, Car- Carla Von Kill, mm-hmm. it's kind of the replacement for Zara the Slayer, of course. Yeah, and I've heard many people say that's because they don't want like a parody of Buffy the Slayer. 
which I've never even thought of Zara the Slayer mm. as a parody to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, Sarah. Like Sarah Michelle Geller. I get it, mm. but I was not a big Buffy fan. Therefore, <laughs> it never entered my mind, really. Okay. Uh, not like probably other it did to other people. It makes perfect sense. I'm not saying they're yeah. wrong. I'm just saying, like, my brain's never clicked there. What's funny is, is, like, all these star players for, like, the CRP, I don't want to see them go away because I like them. But I find my... I find it funny that in second edition, all the star player book and all those star players, I didn't care if they went away. Mm-hmm. And I finally came up with like, I've been asking myself, why, why, why? When we played second edition, you know how the star players came with a team? It said the Reekland Reavers. Yeah. You know, we cut out those star player cards and Robert was playing with the Reekland Reavers. We get, we handed him those star player okay. cards. Yeah. If those guys mm-hmm. died, they died. As much as I love Axebreaker Jones, the lineman for Dwarf Giants, he got killed one season. And we just got rid of him and moved on. That's why when I play my dwarves, I always have an Axebreaker Jones Jr. Because his son took over that spot back when Mm -hmm. I was a kid in junior high. So those star players didn't have the wandering apothecary. I mean, they always had the rules where you could freelance them. They and weren't all that above stuff. the team. They, they were just part of the team. They were yes. They were like you know, they were like Antonio Brown is for the Steelers. Yeah. Like Tom Brady is for the Patriots. They weren't <laughs> It was more like team captains team versus captains versus like these legendary guys stars. who show up, play yeah. and then walk off the field. And I think that's the difference because I never I didn't I mean I I didn't like that Axebreaker well, Jones died, but at the same time, I accepted that he died. It's and also, now I don't. I don't want the halflings not to have Zara the Slayer because that's my. I love playing her there. Everybody tells me it's not optimal, but I also love it. used hmm. second edition rules for what a year, maybe two. Yeah, when we, you were playing. Yeah, we played a sixteen and we've been games using since. CRP rules for a decade now. That's true. I mean, that's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it, too. Maybe We're just, just so used to it. So used to those mainstays being yeah. around. And I don't have a problem if, if there was 16 star player options. I wouldn't probably care. <sighs> because you're going to play what you like anyways out of the 10. If you have two favorites, you're always going to pick those two. Sure, yeah. You know, but so. Just for new people. I don't think they need to know that 16 people exist as opposed to just the 10 in the Th- book. That's a great point. Yeah. That's a great point. That's my main and thing. And I got to accept that we're bringing it up to the current times, yeah. not living in the past. But I, I just found it weird that it didn't bother me <laughs> that Jacob von Altedorf, the thrower for <laughs> Reekland Reavers, went away. But it bothers me when other players you know, go away now. So, I don't know. That's kind of a tangent, but. Trying to wrap my head around all this uh, role-playing stuff. <laughs> I think that's mainly that. that's it for changes. Okay. Well, we honestly don't know if this is going to help anybody out there with your local league. But um, as much as I enjoyed the buyback, I did not enjoy the paperwork. I guess that's to sum it up. Yeah. And really, if I thought all of us could be trusted with you know, maybe the own paperwork of it. And I include myself. I don't like, even want yeah. to do my own. Well, that's what, that's what yeah. I mean is like, even myself, I would want somebody to double check. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean like somebody's distrustful. Yeah. Like we just don't know the rules. It's very cumbersome. I think that going this way is a lot simpler. It's much simpler. And it just feels like a more NFL type thing of you have an X amount. And if you go over tough, you can't. 
I know, but I want people like a werewolf to like hold out for more money. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, re- I really did like the randomness yeah. of like from almost like a role playing thing of this guy's like, hey, I know I had a great season. I'm tired of this stuff. I made it through with well, no injuries. Your rules. I want to retire. <laughs> it was your rules from the home league. Right. Yeah. We had we had that in the home league too. So that is one thing uh, we we did get rid of that. We got rid of healing the niggles because just why bother? Right. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, Which was a big it. deal because I had two guys on my Norse team that finished second last mm. year. Yeah. And on buyback, I, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, Steve, uh, <laughs> we get to roll these, right?" He's like, "No." I was like, "Dang it!" But <laughs> since we're getting rid of aging, I think that's the only fair thing to do is keep the nickel. Yeah. Because that's kind of a, a I t- hindrance. I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a big deal. I mean, yeah. you nickled one of my Dark Elf Blitzers in this opening game. <laughs> sure you think did. that mofo's ever going to be like on my MVP list? No. <laughs> He's just a placeholder until we get a replacement. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think the way it is right now, I mean, it's really clean. It's it's easy to understand. You know, it, there's, I don't know, that paperwork part. I know, like, just like what you were saying, I wouldn't trust myself with... <laughs> No, you know, figuring that out honestly, <laughs> and it'd be it'd be different if the system could actually do it itself. Mm-hmm. I'd be fine, one hundred percent. Just go ahead, don't have to worry about it. But when we actually have to manually do it and then double check it, I'd much rather just do this because I can't even explain it to a new person. Mm. Okay, well, so you get this mount, but for every touchdown you get this, and every casualty you get this, and just yeah. Well, in ours, like half of us, I don't think even really know how to use the. OBBLM thing to do that, you know, to go no. back and look at stats and all that kind of stuff. It's OBBLM not the most thing. is like, yeah, it's like a wonderful tool, but I don't want to sound disrespectful no, it, by like saying it can really, program. it really could be improved a lot, but I don't have the knowledge to go do it and no. or go reprogram and stuff. But there's some things I'd love to be changed and stuff. And matter of fact, I would pay $50 for a new program, you know, in a second. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying like myself. Mm-hmm. So like if every user in our league paid $50, I'm saying I would pay a lot to have like a really awesome program. A one-time fee. Yeah. I mean, would you not pay $200 if it did everything you wanted to for the next five years? I would do that tomorrow. Probably, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If it was the old rules, then yes. Yeah. The new rules, we can figure it out. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But um, anyways, I think these are good changes. I hope we get some new players out. If you're listing and for some reason you're in Oklahoma, come on out to Wizards Asylum. Um, you do not have to play at Wizards. Let's make this really clear because we try to do this every season. Yeah. We, we know that there's other blood bowlers out there and you can play at home. You can play at other stores. At other stores, we just go to Wizards more than we go to the other stores. Therefore, that's why it feels like it's housed at Wizards, but it's really not. Right. I mean, but this was an effort to get you know new world people to come and show up, and nobody because yeah, we know there's players. I think one. You know, Will has, but right. And I don't know. We've done what we could. We yeah. can't. We can't even get them to come to our tournaments. Nope. <laughs> so. There's only so much you can do, and that's fine if they want to be. Speaking of tournaments, that'll be our next segment. But before we go, we want to thank Michael for coming out. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, get those. You know, you need to like go for it a lot with those werewolves. Yeah, hoping that they'll fall down and yeah. die. GFIs just kind of hang out around the around the sides, get knocked down. Yeah, all that yeah, kind of that'd stuff. be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Just push you out of bounds. Yeah. So, so I can't even do that. Come anymore. up, play oh, yeah, Michael, Fowler's werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Take him out. Yeah. For real. Well, thank you. Yeah, really. Thanks, guys, for having me on. This is a lot of fun. Do you have any other comments as a fairly new guy to Blood Bowl? No, I don't. Not really. I mean, you know, it's been a really fun experience, honestly. I mean, because you were a magic player. Yeah, I was a magic player in like. I just mean one of my buddies came up to a demo that you guys did at Wizards at the old store and, you know, got the box set and, you know, played a little bit at home, but I mean, just doing it in the league is so much more fun, you know, yeah. it's, it's nice. It's, we have a great community. So honestly, like anyone that's thinking about it, you know, is kind of worried. Cause I, I think some people are just kind of worried about jumping in something that looks a little bit competitive, you know, it's like a yeah. league or whatever, but it's really not. I mean, And if you just... give them all of the rules at once, it is very confusing. Oh, yeah. But that's any game. Well, well, and I think all of us there are really, you know, I don't know, friendly, new person friendly. Oh, yeah. More than happy to walk anyone through. And I've taught many people how to defeat me. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you if know, you do better if you did this, uh, you did it. I mean, and just try not to kill my werewolf if I'm, if I'm <laughs> walking you And if you're my... out there and there's only four of you and you're at your local store and you think, we don't have enough people for a league, just try it. Because we really wanted a league for many years. And that's why we just ran yeah. the home league with our friends. Cause we knew we couldn't get them to come out to league night. And then with the new release and we were right, Steve was we really, still can't get them to come out to league night. <laughs> yeah. But we now play with more people than we have. So yeah. that, I mean, that's a good thing. So don't just keep at it. I'm still convinced that eventually we're going to get even newer players that stick around. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but this, this should be a good step forward. Hopefully, and yeah. some new players. And it's a lot easier to explain. But I encourage people out there, don't give up. Blood Bowl's still really awesome. Give it a shot. Never give up. Never start. Never give up. Yeah. <laughs> All that stuff. Any last words, Michael? Nope. <laughs> you're famous now, dude. Yeah. Why, the two, two-time cobble champ? No, because you're on both down. Oh, hell yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we have been... Your, your wife better be warned that she might get a lot of suitors now. Some yeah. people think we have groupies. They well, are in- incredibly wrong. I, I'm being serious. Somebody's asked me. Yeah. Do you get a lot of chicks from the podcast, don't you? And I'm like, dude, are you <laughs> kidding me? I yeah. might get a lot of dudes. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm already, I don't know. She she told me I had to give her a shout out on here. So this is, can uh, I give a shout out? Yeah, go All for right. it. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. So shout out to Savannah. You know, she's, uh, she's really, she's on the edge of, you know, struggling to really, um, give a crap about <laughs> no she's super supportive I, understand. And she, and I don't know she's she, I think she's really she's really supportive of me and like I don't know it's great to have you know kind of a group she lets you get out play. I mean, oh yeah you no. came she out play last games night with you? board games yeah oh, okay yeah. well then you we got some home. of that so oh yeah definitely yeah Blood Bowl ain't happening, but, you know. <laughs> Jennifer's <laughs> on the cusp, cusp of like, oh, boy. I'm going to tell her she's, she's been a good sport, though, for sure. <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> Until she gets beat a lot. Like, why am I playing this game? Yeah, that's kind of what I we think all we all do. That. Yeah. 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 Very true. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Savannah, for letting Michael come out and um, kill his werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> Break the model. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. We'll be back with the next segment shortly. And welcome to the exciting announcement of Oklahoma Bowl, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, (laughs) We're like all those shows (laughs) on the next Big Brother. We're going to kick somebody out. 
after we have everybody make a cake. <laughs> and then we're back. We know you've tuned into this podcast or video, and we'd like to thank you. But first, a word from our sponsor. <laughs> so, yeah, Oklahoma Bowl, if for some reason you don't know, it's March 16th. Spiky Cup is March 17th, eighth version of each. You can go to OklahomaBowl.com to sign up. New website is super awesome. Brock, one of our buddies, hooked us up with it. Looks really great. A lot of good information on there. He still kept the clean look with the three colors, black, white, red. Yeah. I like and the all blood that. splatter. Um, I feel like you've, you know, you didn't give me access to it. So I feel like I, it feels like you overthrew me. I'm giving you a hard time. You better be. Because <laughs> before want I had all it? access to the website, and you then Steve had it remade. Oh, I could. That's in why an we archaic get, way. As I say, that's why we got this done because we had to go. I had to go to you. And now to Steve go to Brock. has full control. So if there's any complaints, you address Steve. Well, I can send you the link. I thought he was keeping you up to date with everything. He probably is. I mean, he's your buddy. I mean, he's your buddy. Well, he's both of our buddies now, but you used to work with. We're him. sharing a buddy. I guess. Oh, well, it's kind of Buddy lame. sharing. <laughs> oh, guys. So we do have special dice for the first 25 people to sign up. Registration is open on the website. There is a few of those dice left over. Not many. So I really on. like our dice this year. I know that's weird saying it as I designed them, but like, so it struggled for a while. And I want to kind of popped. I, I just want to put this out there, and I know it's going to come off as kind of shitty sounding. Steve didn't but like the dice. When Scott first sent me the dice, yeah, he poo pooed them. Felt like he just kind of did a rush job and wasn't trying to actually make new dice because they were just an eight, right? Well, I was trying to incorporate the eight with the faces, but the first time you didn't. It was kind of a. It was kind of like the old logo with the half and eight. Well, in it my, was fine. In but my it brain, felt... in like when I like sketched it, yeah, it felt like it was going to look way better than the outcome of the output. Okay, but that's kind of like in the creative process, you always think like, "Oh, I got this perfect idea." Yeah, and as everybody knows, usually your first idea is never the the right one. And normally, the first time Scott comes back with something, it's great. And I just go, that's awesome. Now, Steve totally shitbagged these. I did not. The first time I was like, you know, I'm not really happy with these. Is there any way we can make it look a little bit more thematic? And now they're awesome. So if you haven't seen them, go on the website and look. That's okay, though. You don't have to accept my first design. Well, no, but I just, just want to give you a shout out because they're really nice. I really do like them a lot this time. Not that I don't normally, but they're But they're I really awesome. wanted to incorporate the eight, and I think with it. This yeah. really did it. Yeah, absolutely. So. I've already got feedback. Like the matter of fact, the first time you poo pooed them, the second time I redid kind of my initial design, and you say, "Okay, we'll go with that." And then I was like, "Hold on a second, I want to try one more thing." Mm -hmm. And then this worked out. So yeah. So yeah, I, I like the colors too and everything. So like, I'm uh, kind of, I'm excited for our own dice <laughs> in know. a weird way. We should have them soon too. And uh, I like the both down dice or the kickoff dice that were. Yep, we're doing a big deal dice. Uh, if you didn't know, we're giving away the big deal model and had uh, Steve Wolfhard do some face sketches to use for the dice. Right. So we got that done. If you don't know what he's from, he's best known probably for his Adventure Time work. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's done 
a plethora of other things. Yeah. But he's a listener of the podcast, actually. Yeah. That's how we hooked it's up really with awesome. him. It's really awesome. So it's pretty neat. Uh, yeah. So in addition to that, uh, Early Bird is cutting off at January 31st. So you still have a couple of weeks. It's 50 to sign up for both tournaments, which isn't bad. Right. And then after that, 60 if we update the website, which we have had problems in the past. But with the new website, we should be able to update pretty easy. So sign up early, please. And we've got a ton of giveaways already. Yeah, you have a bunch of stuff in there that's already came in. <laughs> yeah. Like really cool things. We're giving away six fully painted teams. So you can go on the website and check them out. Six? Mm-hmm. Two for each tournament and two for the main draw. Oh, if you're signed up for both events, yeah. draw. And then we've got... What races are those, Steve? <sighs> see, we've got a... For Oklahoma Bowl, we've got a fully painted orc team and a fully painted undead necro team okay that undead necro team is really cool because it's actually made out of 2016 models and then for oh wait is that that's the major prizes sorry those are the major ones yeah yeah then oklahoma is a painted dwarf team 2016 and then a painted house escher necromunda team it's made out of house escher necromunda models okay so, so it kind of worked for humans and amazons and it's female gang. See, I didn't even know we we're getting all these. It's really cool. Well, I, I, bought, I bought them a while back to give oh, away. Oh, okay, okay. I should pay attention more to the tournaments I run. <laughs> and then uh, Spiky, <laughs> we've got a fully painted 2016 Skaven team, and and by fully painted, I mean like 16 models. So. Well, we don't just do 12 models. No. And then a painted House Shield Battle Mages team. What is House Shield? Is that also like a converted team? I, yeah, it's from War Machine, I think. Okay. Um, so somebody, I think it was on eBay, was selling some teams. So I bought the lot. And, okay. Because I knew they'd make good giveaways. They're very cool looking. Again, they could be Dark Elves. They could be humans. Whatever you want to do. So here I am sitting and I see all these Kara Multicase things. And yeah, I'm we got two like, for each tournament and two for the big thing and i see all these extra models and dice like metal dice if you're into that willie hooked us up yeah i mean willie sent us a ton of stuff this is one of those deals tons of tokens tons of i wish i was attending figure. instead of running because I, I can't you know we're yeah, not no. allowed to win any of this stuff yeah i mean literally i have no idea how many prizes we're giving away already but we've got more coming so get on there and check. It's a ton of stuff. Yeah, just go to the uh, giveaways um, yeah. icon up at the top, and you can see all this stuff. Man, it's even more stuff than I thought. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Some, some days, and the, the, I shouldn't say this, but at times I'm like, we should charge more for our turn. At least this one tournament. Well, but we then, are charging a little bit more. I mean, we normally do 40 and then 50. Now it's 50 and 60. Okay. And part of that... Might be because of what's coming up shortly. Yeah, well, um, now that we got that as official as we can. Yeah, so it is kind of funny. Like, I tip, I treat Oklahoma Bowl kind of like Christmas, to where throughout the year I will, <laughs> if I see a painted team or something, I'll buy it cheap and give it away. You know, cheap is like 50 to 100 bucks or whatever, if it's worth it. I would say that's a fair assessment. Yeah. I spend money at Christmas like you spend money at Oklahoma Bowl. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so I I actually found, going through some stuff, some other teams that I was going to give away that I forgot about. Well, then save those for next year, bud. Well, actually, we're doing a charity raffle 
that's for Positive Tomorrows, which is a local charity that okay. gives schooling to homeless children in the city. Oh, that's good. So tries to give them a chance to, you know, better themselves through that. So we are we haven't put a much, bunch of stuff up on the website yet. I think a lot of that's just going to be whatever we come to at the end. But I know Dustin Parsons has some teams that he's getting out. I'll probably have some teams that will put out. So you're saying bring some money oh, yeah. for the charity raffles in addition to? Absolutely. Because we'll be doing those. So bring money to support the store? Mm-hmm. We wouldn't mind. Since the store, remember, does not take any of our money. No. store's great about that. Um, and usually gives us a bulk discount of like, you know, everybody that's a tournament gets 10% off mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, we'll do coupons and stuff. Also, you might want to bring some just extra cash for the next announcement. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's time to. You might to- also need to bring other stuff. Like maybe go on eBay and get some things. Because should we do this now? Go ahead and do the honors. Can I do it? Go ahead. All right. So I'm only going to put an asterisk on this announcement because you'll know here in a second. Because life happens. Things are, can always go out of our control. <clears throat> we have ha- we have verbal commitment from Pete Nifton, the artist, from a, a ton of second edition Blood Bowl stuff. And does the comic in the current Spike magazine, Mr. Nifton's coming over. He is our special guest. And the only reason I put an asterisk is because he's thousands of miles away. And I guess the little boy in me who can't wait to climb all over him and crawl in his mouth like a cat, (laughs) it doesn't want to get too excited just in case life happens. But uh, yesterday we talked to him. He said, I'm coming. He goes, I don't see why I'm not coming. So count me in. Yeah. And this has been in the works for a while. Um, He was recently sick and then had some work stuff because he's getting a new job and all this that kind of had to work things out. But yes, we have commitment and he's going to be coming over. So Steve's working with him on getting him over here, getting his flight and everything, and then he's going to have a table, Yeah, and he's going to just be hanging with the boys. So I don't know if he's going to have prints or if he's going to do sketches or whatever, but... Pretty sure he's going to do sketches. He'll have some art that I'm sure he'll sell. Right. He'll just be there to hang out. Sign books, whatever. So uh, come... This is the first time he's come to North America. I know he likes to drink, so you can always buy him a, a pint, as they say. Yeah, there's actually a bar right <laughs> down the park alley. What, what? It's in the same plaza. Plaza. Yeah, way, uh, I guess. Uh, Henry, Harry Hudson's. What Henry is Hudson's. Henry Hudson's. Yeah. You can tell I drink to About a five lot. stores away. Yeah. So, anyways, it's pretty amazing that he's coming over here, and it's just going to blow my brain. It's awesome. So if this was one of those tournaments where you go, I don't know if I should go or not this year. Yeah. I hope this is that last step that you need so we can have another record-breaking. I want to feel the store. The store this last weekend had 100 people for a magic tournament. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we'd house it, but I sure would love to have 75 people, 78 people for a Blood Bowl tournament. Or 100. I'd like to have a problem where we go... We're going to have to run over Sam's yeah. real quick and buy some tables and set them up in the board gaming area and the comic book area to play Blood Bowl. And I know no guarantees on this, but I am going to try to get stuff catered so we don't have to leave on Saturday and Sunday. And I'm going to say the other side of this. I think <laughs> that is impossible. It depends on how many because people we Because we're looking get. at the numbers. I think Steve is a, a crazy fool for even attempting this. If we get 75 people, we should have realistically enough money 
but it just depends. Well, I still think it's crazy and a fool's idea. So if we have food, you everybody can pat Steve on the back yeah, and rub his hand. And if we don't have food, it's because I have encouraged him not to do this <laughs> because I think it's I think it's a huge headache. And man, we have so many other things going on. Oh, absolutely. But this is why we're the weird two-headed uh, <laughs> goblin, I guess, in the room sure because. One spending the money and one like, no, dude, don't spend the money. You you have the single guy personality of, why not? Yeah. And then the dad in me is like, because you could do this somewhere else or you shouldn't do this. And you can put the money towards the next tournament. You need to put some money in savings instead of doing this. Yeah. But I, I didn't complain when he's going to take care of Pete Nefton to get over here. So Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad he's a fool who's spending lots of money <laughs> on, on a tournament where he never really makes his, enough money back to justify it. But Well, normally the money from this one, if there is any extra, goes to Nuffleween. Which never I makes enough to lose money. money. Right. But, you know. <laughs> this, is, this is our Super Bowl. This is our WrestleMania for all the crappy pay-per-views that they do <laughs> yep. throughout the year. But uh, This is very true. But I'm really excited um, I really wish we could have given you more notice. I mean, it's only a couple months out. but Well, with Pete being sick and yeah. his job commitments and everything else, and flying from England to Oklahoma. Yeah, it's not easy. It's really not easy. He's got to go to Dallas, and more than likely, I'm just going to go down to Dallas three hours away, pick him up, and bring him up. Well, and you know you're going to World Cup. Yeah. But you're one disaster away from not going to World oh. Cup. No doubt. You, yeah. you accidentally get hit by somebody with no insurance. Mm-hmm. You need a new car. You're done. Anything. Uh, There's yeah. a million things. You break your hip. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know, hope none of that happens. Yeah, but thanks that, for that, just that... putting it in the air out there. You know. <laughs> somebody breaks Steve's hip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> Anyways, this I, I'm thrilled and excited. I was... I mean, it's been a good weekend because Pete confirmed this. The Patriots <laughs> uh, beat the Chiefs. I mean, whew, good stuff. Yeah. I mean, it really is just an absolute honor and thrill. Because I know that, you know, he's buddies with Liam from Two Drunk Flings. And even though they don't put out podcasts, they like to think they do. <laughs> they and do. They just... They have more contributors than they do podcasts. What do you mean by that? They just keep adding on. Oh, this is so and so who does a YouTube two, and he's part of two drunk flings and friends. And this well, is so and so who's now parts of two drunk. Dude, just do your podcast. But <laughs> I think they're they're like um, how do I say it? They're like a machine that creates a lot of stuff. Well, they they do a lot though for the community. Is what I'm saying. They do miniatures for the community this. or for themselves. I don't know. It's okay mm-hmm. to do a little bit of both. Huh? They do a little bit of both. I mean, I'm we're saying... the king of swag, but it's not like we're only promoting swag. <laughs> I'm saying they do mm-hmm. multiple things. Just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm saying they do multiple things. <laughs> we do a lot of. We yeah. do one podcast every month. That's where we can hang our hats and say that we have never had a drought of like two months or three months. We're consistent. I don't think we've even missed a month. No, we haven't. That's what I'm saying. While um, anything but a one as a podcast, I know we're on a tangent here, but this is both down. This is what we do. Anything but a one has a ton of episodes in the books over a short amount of time compared to us. And that's great. But they've also had, you know, life happens. Oh, absolutely. Can't get enough contributors and stuff like that. So I just like busting people's balls. Oh, I know that. I I, want to say that. This all comes back to double skulls busting the World Cup report spalls. Well, who's that? 
Double Skulls. Uh-huh. They were talking about how you could go listen to World Cup Report. Uh-huh. And I think Jay Bones like, well, why would you do that? Like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, he has the podcast. It's so confusing. <laughs> do I listen to episode 666? Wait, it's back to 17. No, it's 6. Yeah. Oh, it's 34. I guess what I'm saying is there is a water park, at least in Oklahoma, called Whitewater. Mm-hmm. And there might, I'm sure there's these water parks everywhere in the world. Yeah. Where they have what they call the lazy river, which is it <laughs> automatically puts a flow of water so you can just get in your tube yeah. and you can ride the lazy river all day and it, it moves at a just a pace. And then you have the wave pool and you have the cliffs you can jump off and you have the super slides. Okay. And as we know in the podcast of the Blood Bowl world, there's a lot of people that come in banging, hollering and jumping off cliffs mm-hmm. and then they're done swimming. Both down <laughs> is the lazy river. Of Blood Bowl podcasts. And there's something to be said of that. You know what you're going to get yeah. every episode or every month, and you're going to get consistency. It's a and, long, relaxing episode. And I'm okay with what we're doing. Yeah. And Two Drunk Flings is the water park, and they're they're kind of all the rides. They, I mean, because they've dipped in really yeah. early on. We're going to do miniatures. We're going to add to the podcast right away. We're going to do this. We're going to create tournaments. It's okay. Well, I was mainly saying that because I know Pete has gone to another tournament, and now he's going to go in February to a, a tournament with Liam of Two Drunk Flings. That's cool. And then March, he's coming over here. I think so, it's great that Pete's getting out there yeah. because for years I've said this. I know he doesn't he consider went last... himself like a big deal, but yeah. he really is, and just enjoy it. You're you're very blessed with a great talent, and mm-hmm. people. It, it is weird. It, it's really weird because it was weird in Saint or up in Kansas City when somebody was like, "Oh man, you're Scott Prime," and mm-hmm. it's like, "I'm just a dude." I get <laughs> I get all that, but let your your talent speaks for itself. Yeah, I mean, so enjoy it, enjoy these times. We don't, you know, we're only here for a short amount of time. Very true. Enjoy your blessings. Way to be a downer. En- enjoy the Patriots in the Super Bowl, no. win or lose, no. because not every team can say that they get to the Super Bowl every year. Yeah. So come enjoy Pete Nifton because he's like the New England Patriots. He's still doing Blood Bowl stuff, <laughs> and he's still awesome to me. He's my Tom Brady of Blood Bowl artists. But I don't hate him. You don't hate Tom Brady deep down. Yeah, kind of do. Yeah, more so for off field stuff than on field. You're, but... ma- you're mad because he's banging Giselle. No, he's a MAGA idiot. You think he? Well, I mean, you think he ever calls her Giselle? Probably. Okay, we won't go on this tangent. Oh, Lord. So, yes, come to Oklahoma Bowl. Wow. Nothing like keeping it classy. Oh, you know gosh. what you're getting with us. It's true. Uh, I really, if Pete is taking commissions, see, I don't know how fast Pete is as an artist. Like, can he whip off, like, skit, like convention sketches really quick? I don't know. I've, I'm sure some people are going to want stuff done and... Uh, we'll, he might we'll, just have to mail it to you. We'll have to talk to him yeah. and see if he's really going to do like headshot. I know some people do headshots. Some people don't do sketches at all. They take like five commissions for the whole weekend. Well, that's and true. That's all they do. Um, so we're just we, like people so, who do the quick so I guess sketches, what we're like saying, twenty minutes. We're not. We're not for sure what he's going to do. He's going to sign autographs. Sure. He'll sign books, and I hope that he brings some prints or has us make some prints of some things or something for him to sell. I think we could do that. Um, so we, we don't, we know he's going to be there. Yeah. He said he's going to be there. We know he's going to sign stuff. Other than that, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm assuming he'll do some sketches and stuff. So yeah. 
Anyways, come out to Oklahoma Bowl for the Blood Bowl. Stay for the Pete Nifton. Exactly. <laughs> and maybe the food. We're not getting food, folks. Hideaway pizza would be awesome. I know it's not happening. Golly. But it would be awesome. Pizza shuttle. I mean, it's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> it is cheaper. But pizza is a weird thing. <sighs> We're not going down the tangents. Anyways, yeah. I was going to say, it's a weird thing to dictate because you have the guys that eat two slices, and then you have the guys who eat 17 slices. Mm-hmm. That's and why you buy just too much. I guess that's because you can strategy. always have extra pizza. Yeah. We're not having food, folks. Plan on eating your own lunch. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but we can hope. the The bad thing is, let's say you're right. Mm-hmm. It is easier to cater in. Where do we put all the food, Steve? We're gonna have sixty plus people here. Now that's a that's a good point. I mean, that's what you got to think yeah. about. Yeah, we're kind of SOL on that one. We really, actually, since we're talking about this and we shouldn't be discussing it on air, but we need to talk to Robert and try to nail him down so we can have him, like, take pictures of the painted teams. Oh, yeah. We'll do that Since we got the new website, I think we really probably should create a gallery page. So on the new website, you can go to Info and then go to History and Oklahoma Bowl Champions, and you can see pictures of every champion that we've had. Well, that part's cool. I'm talking about like a gallery of like just the, you know, painted teams, like who, who won best team and stuff like that. Yeah. May, maybe if we can do that. That's yeah. A lot of work. I mean, if we have time. So why is my picture in there? Oh, it's not. No, it's the wrong page. So this is the right page. This is Spiky Cup Champions. Oh, look at that. That's pretty neat, actually. I don't know what's going on with the Oklahoma Bowl Champion page. It is wrong. Why? Because it has me and you on it? Because it's not bringing up the right info. Oh, well, I have to tell Brock. We'll get back in there. That's weird. Anyways, come out to Oklahoma Bowl. You now have a great excuse. You tell your wife, I wasn't going to go, honey. I know it's our anniversary, but Pete Nifton's not around all the time. It's very true. This guy's coming from England. And I say this also because if we get a good turnout and Pete, let's say it's a, a semi-profitable weekend for Pete where mm-hmm. it's worth his time to come over. You never know then if like other tournaments can start inviting him over. Yeah. It's what I'm kind of getting at. I mean, I'd love to have Jervis come over to like Chaos Cup one year. Exactly. Or even other artists. Sure. If we could get other artists. I know they're... If we know who they are. <laughs> if we knew who did the artwork, maybe get other artists over and stuff like that. But... It'd be great. It's just an idea. So... Yeah. Anyways, we hope you guys come out, support the tournament as always. But now you have a bigger incentive and I don't have anything else to say. No. That's pretty much it. Go Pete! Sign up early if you can. Uh, we will be taking rosters soon. Once the early bird cuts off, I oh mean, God, I forgot all about all the roster checking. Yeah, um, <laughs> so like I said, we don't want to charge more. We really would like to have people come at the lower price. So sign up soon. Uh, the extra money is going to go a long way to getting Pete over here and everything. But you know, all right. I think that yep. wraps it up. I think yep. we've tutored our horn enough. We have indeed. We haven't tutored enough about Pete Nifton. Let's say Pete we Pete Nifton. Tooting our own horn is pretty much what our whole next segment is. Oh, yeah, kind of is. Yeah, so. All right, we're going to toot our horns some more, but we're going to take a quick break because we got to let our horns recover. It's that special time of year where we talk to you. Turn Italian. It's that special time of year. Is that what I did? It's a. Did I have a? That's what it sounded like. 
Oh. It's at that special time of year. You didn't even let me finish, man. You Go ruined for it. my mojo. Go it's that it. special time of year. Okay. Where we present yes. the both down awards of 2018, or the downies, as other people have called them. Yes. So Still no better than award for it. Just is what it is. Could be the BD Awards, the BDAs. The BD. I mean, we, we always discuss this, so I don't even know how we're going Bo- into this. The both down approved awards. You ready to get started? Sure. What is question? Well, Number on. one. Okay, what? I only went to six tournaments last year. So did I. Did you really? I yeah. thought you went to more. We, no, last year sucked for us. We went to different tournaments, and yet I thought, I thought, well, man, I only did six. That means Steve did like eight or nine. No. You only did six as well. Well, I mean, I played a game in Oklahoma, but that didn't count. I don't count that as a going to tournament. Well, that's a tournament, though. Yeah, oh. but I didn't go to a tournament. I, I'm counting Oklahoma Bowl and Spikey, and I went... I played in six tournaments. How many tournaments did you play in last year? Seven? Seven if we include Oklahoma. Yeah, you included. I mean, okay, it's, it's where you played. So you okay. went to seven. You played seven. I played six. Okay. I still thought you had like a couple more on me. No. Freaking Kansas. Need to get the game up. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. So <laughs> I played in six tournaments. I got three awards out of six tournaments. That's kind of cool. I'm not discussing that. Uh, I got a third place team award at Chimera. I won a stunty championship at Nuffleween, which is crazy because it was goblins and I mm-hmm. hate goblins. And I got first place at Critter Bowl. So that's yeah, kind of neat. I got nothing. You got nothing this Mm-mm. year? Bad year for you? Mm-hmm. Pretty bad. <laughs> well, maybe you've just played bad teams. Mm, nothing, at, that. nothing at Chaos Cup for you? Nope. I oh. haven't won anything at Chaos Cup ever. Well, a lot of people can say that. I'm the only person that we've ever taken to Chaos Cup not to win something. Well, cheat the system and play with piling on Although, and ogres. I guess I won r- giveaway stuff. That's something. Oh, I know, but you're not. Raffle. I, I can get what you're saying. Though. Yeah. I mean. You had to pick up Scott Hess's award. <laughs> grumble, grumble, grumble. Um, unless you have a flight out. If you don't stay for awards... I'm telling you right now, if you don't stay up for awards, you better have a great excuse. Yeah. Because if you just want to go home early, I ain't passing you out awards. Just letting, I'm just throwing that out there, especially if you're local. I understand. I mean, if you have an excuse, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. But when it's just you're flying I don't out, wanna, or, I don't want to yeah. be here. Mm-hmm. Come on. Anyways, <laughs> um, top two tournament trips we went on this year. I'm guessing we have the same answer on this. Uh, maybe not. Really? Well, last year, you know, it's not always Chaos Cup. I was looking back at the history of my Downey Awards, and it's not always Chaos Cup. But this year, for me, it was Chaos Cup, because yep. Jennifer got to go, so it was a, kind of a big deal. It's always a fun trip. It is always a fun trip. Um, and this year, also Chimera Cup for oh. me. Yeah? Uh, I wish Jennifer was there, but the whole trip of... <laughs> Maybe everything non-Blood Bowl was just so fun. Yeah. We went up there early. We went to a billion old school comic shops. That, yeah, if we include all that, I was just thinking. We the, hung out with the guys, Chance yeah. and Drew and Tim. We played some board games. We got a little bit of everything kind of mixed in there. The only thing missing was having Jennifer around Yeah, for me. <laughs> and, but it was still a wonderful guys weekend and everything. It really so. was. It was a great time. Um, I put Iowa. Just because it's Iowa's just always a blast. I always enjoy Iowa's it. Iowa's usually always a wins this award for me. But yeah. But this year was a di- little bit different. So. I didn't. In- so I you didn't did Cass Cup in Iowa. 
the three yeah, I would say Chimera Cup is right up there. So, yeah, it was a good time. Looking forward to it. Yeah, you know, and we year. are doing Chimera Cup again, April twenty seventh. I think we agreed on. Yeah, sounds good. Don't sound too excited. Well, I mean, I'm kind of like the yeah, lowest. I guess whatever. It, it goes like you, Drew, Tim, me, and then Chance. I'm like priority of people listening to us. I feel like I'm not that important. Me and Chance are, I mean, Chance is not even existent. So For what? As like the committee, yeah. The scheduling committee. And you group. didn't pipe up. I know that. I'm okay. It's not on a oh. kid's weekend. Okay. It's not on Mother's Day. <laughs> I guess. That's huge. So I'm fine with it. Okay. Um, next award. The top two tournament themes at tournaments we went to. This is tough yeah. because we only went to... Six and seven tournaments. And most of them, not really thematic. So I kind of so, cheated. So you kind of cheated. Okay. Well, first one's Chimera Cup. I know we just talked about it. But my, that was, I have Chimera Cup on my list, too. That was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, that theme's not going to continue since we're doing the World Cup. Well, it the can, more and more I think about it, it's like really a nice idea in theory. Yeah. But then when you're in a certain division and we we didn't have a ton of teams there we still had a lot of the same teams yeah and that was the problem you only played in division which was a cool idea it just didn't pan out i wish we could continue that but with yeah. kind of the naf rules now we can't but and we don't really want to make it a non naf sanctioned tournament no i don't even want to bother with that it really is just easier to have so what was play. your next theme tournament that you went to so my other one is the Tournament at the Citadel, which I guess was Christmas Blood Bowl. I don't know what the actual term was. But yeah, I was going to say, what was the name of it? I can't remember. Because okay. they never really advertised it as that. And the theme was? None. That's why I said I'm kind of cheating. In you're, you're taking the whole environment. The Being the first tournament at the GW Citadel was special. Okay. You know, that's the theme, to me anyways. That's a... If it was to you, then it wasn't a whole lot of people. It was a lot of fun, just hanging out with people and everything. So, meeting the guys there, they're great. It's funny because my other tournament is Critter Bowl Six because I love <laughs> the randomness of the special balls. Right. They don't overpower it, and yet they're a part of the game without distracting from the game. Yeah, it makes everything feel and different. It was the same weekend you decided to go to Citadel because we were worried about Snowmageddon. Yeah. And we went to opposite directions. We covered two tournaments in the same weekend on the same Saturday. And as even though there was only four people at my tournament, <laughs> and Michael Lewis still hasn't put the results in. Right. Michael Lewis, put the results in please. And it's not because I won the tournament. You nickname him Slow Stone. And it's not because it's the yeah, I just never want to play Skaven again. So like, I'm trying to play every team twice. So gotcha. I need them to be officially in the system. <laughs> yeah, um, but I love the theme of that. I, we need more excuses to do more critter bowls. If you ask me, uh, don't look this way. Come on, Steve. No. Get some girl pregnant so I, we can do a critter bowl for no, you. No, thank you. Dang it. We can do it and just You're give money to charity. Well, and we might do that sometime. Yeah, but um, we just gotta find time. If we go another year without a Critter Bowl, we might really just do something like that. So We could do it every December. I don't care. Um, but Critter Bowl was mine and Chimera Cup for themes. So. Okay. So next one, top two tournaments not attended. Or right. top two tournaments you'd like to go to. So I 
for the same reasons you were happy to go to the Citadel, yeah. I was sad that I missed out because, like, I wish they gave us more warning. I guess I, guess I wish it was, I could have made – it was bad timing because I was already committed to going to Critter Bowl. Yeah. So I missed out on that one, and I wanted to be there just because it was in a Citadel shop. Which is ironic because one of mine was Critter Bowl. I mean, <laughs> hanging out with everybody was a great time, seeing Joe, you know, all that. Everything worked out for the best. Because I think it did well having me there to help them with the setting up, the rules, mm-hmm. promotion of the tournaments and everything. And then if I had gone to Critter Bowl, there would have been five of us. Michael so, Lewis would have sit out. Yeah. So Everything worked out to the best. But any opportunity that I miss hanging out with Joe or Michael or anybody kind of sucks. Just yeah. say me. You well, miss you me. And Jen, you I'm, miss me all the time. I do see you guys. But yeah. It's always fun you to go just on like trips. like because she has boobs. Oh, you have boobs, too. Well, I know. But you probably like hers better. Well, it's not saying much. Hers aren't hairy. That I know. <laughs> right. That's um, my secret. <laughs> um, my tournament, not attended, yeah. is kind of unfair. And I wonder if you put this on your list. You people up in Wichita need to run <laughs> Emerald City Cup. I liked your theme. Yeah. I like going up there. I like the trip. It's only a couple hours away. Seeing Will and Gabriel and like Tiffany. Seeing the yeah. locals. Like it's a good day to drive up. You can drive up the same day and so, return. So I, mine is they didn't officially run it. Right. But I missed it. I didn't put that, but that is a very good addition. Okay. Because I would agree with you. Um, I do give a an honorary mention to all the Austin tournaments because I missed all of those. I haven't been to Austin in a while. I know. It's <laughs> just, Me and Jennifer was talking about that. I was like... Babe, as soon as they have a weekend where it's not on a kid's weekend or some other family event, yeah. we have to go. I'm like, I bet we can stay with K-Rat, you know, Kent yeah. and stuff. I go, it's so much fun just to go down there and get away. And it's just been a while. So Yeah. And unfortunately, it's just hard when, you know, one tournament's around Oklahoma Bowl, one tournament's around Chaos Cup, you know, kind of hard to go back to back to tournaments. Well, good news is, is. Austin's running a lot of tournaments, so yeah. that's great for their community. So no matter what, I'm happy they're doing it. My official one would be Thread Bowl because I just want to get out there sometime. And you want to go across the ocean and play some Thread Bowl? Yeah, it'd be cool. You know, I didn't even think about things outside of the United States. Yeah, God, that's so unfair. Well, I know that he does a great job with the charities, and right. I know he got screwed over that's by people stealing stuff. And I just would like to experience that. that blows and- my brain. That somebody would steal stuff from a tournament. We've never had that issue. It's I know. correct it, to our knowledge. And again, I we know. don't it have happens. anything near that amount. So Right. It's just crazy. And unfortunately you leave stuff around, it can be pilfered. It sucks. And it's probably not even a blood bowler, it's probably because they held it at like a hotel or a convent convention center. That's Who knows? true. It yeah, it easily could have could have been a staff member. Yeah. You know, somebody working at the hotel. Exactly. Like, we don't have that at Chaos Cup where we put out money and just sits there. Next up, top two Blood Bowl things we acquired last year. Now, this could be anything. You could finally get some second edition model that right. you've never had before. I got right? them all. Yeah, I know. But. So what is two things you got last year that you're like the most proud of? Well, first off, very easy. The original comic script to the Blood Bowl comic. That Nifton sent me. Right. 
mean, how could that not be number one? See, I didn't put that on my list because I technically don't own it. Right, I do. It's right. mine. It's awesome. <laughs> right. Sent it to me. Right. You have the original art. So right. I don't well, have any Nifton art. Well, that's your you're bad. I know. Maybe you can settle that, change that. We will. In a couple of months. Yeah. All right. So the script yeah. and Oh, I thought you were gonna go next. Oh. Thought we were doing a back and forth. Oh, we can. Um one of the things I acquired last year, which I didn't think I would really buy many of these, but I really liked the Elf Union field. Yeah. It's a great one. And while I don't like spending that much money on a field that kind of feels useless because we have lots of fields. Yeah. It's a really nice field. And I went out of my way and I was like, I'm just going to buy this. And I didn't even buy it from my own store. I, I bought it from another store full price. At the Citadel, it's good. they had five pitches out. And uh-huh. that was the one that I tried to play on every time. Yeah, it's just because there's it's, something it, about it. Maybe it's because it's, it's so clean, clean and bright. Yeah, absolutely. So... You can see the, the pitch marks. I mean, that helps. All right. Uh, my second one is I did get a copy of the French Death Zone with a different cover. That's pretty cool. Motel de Morte or whatever. I don't know what it is. Right. But you got it. Yeah. And you're really happy about it. Yeah, it's just really cool. Didn't know it existed and I got it. And people could create fake old stuff for you and go like this. That would be interesting. This came out in Bulgaria and you'd be like. I need that. Well, there's a, it's only a copy I got, dude. It's 500 bucks. Come Maybe on, that's like, cool looking art. I would not do that. No. <laughs> um, my other one's kind of a cop out, but like looking through my stuff, I was like, I found another old school, or what is it? Is it third edition Minotaur? The one that's like, I don't know how to describe it. It has the arm up. No, the, second edition. No, no, no. It's a Minotaur. Yeah. Not second edition. Is I know like after second the, edition there's third, fourth, fifth. So the the big one with like the chaos belt and the skirt looking thing? Yes. Okay, that's fourth edition? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so there's that one? Yeah. And what was the other Minotaur that came out around that time? Was that there's the one that's hunched over? No. Okay. <laughs> Hold on a second. Yeah, let's just re. Let's go to the website. I'm totally describing this wrong. For all your Blood Bowl miniature questions, go to blood-bowl-miniatures.de. <laughs> I thought you were just going to cut all this out, but you just leave it in. Yeah, who knows? Yourselves. I've got to click on actual Blood Bowl stuff. That this one? one? Yeah. Okay, Grashnak. Grashnak, okay. So, third edition Grashnak. So I found at Tom's booth at Chaos Cap, I found him. Mm-hmm. Who'd you say? Black Hoof? Grashnack yeah, Grash Black Hoof. Black Hoof. Yeah. Guy said Bellow Thunder Slam, which is an old school second edition guy. <laughs> Anyways, found him and I found a few more of the uh, second edition humans. Yeah. So I found like little pieces of things that in theory I think I'm going to make new teams. Like, oh, I'm going to make a Bretonian team out of right. this. Oh, I'm going to make... Um, you know, I'm going to take second edition chaos dwarves and make a dwarf team and use these minotaur models as the bull centaur and the mono. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll ever do it, but like I was not going to buy anything at Tom's store this year. Cause it's like every year I go through it and I go like through his old models. We picked through the old models pretty clean. And then every <laughs> year I go through the old models and I spend hundreds of dollars with Tom. 
Well, I did want to buy something to support him, so I did end up buying a full Norse team. That's cool. Plus, um, see one of the things- some of the cr- the carrot crunch stars, uh-huh. like you know the one I use for um, Yogi Bearson. Mm-hmm. That's a carrot crunch star. That's what I was going to. They have the other that's ones. That's funny. I was leading to that. The other, I guess Norse berserkers or however mm-hmm. you want to look, whatever the old runners are. Yeah. I found those other models. I was really happy. Yeah. I was happy to find those at Tom's. I mean, it was just piddly stuff at the impact booth of Tom's extra yeah. bits and figures. All that stuff. I could just clump all that together. So I can see that. I mean, like those were my two things that I'm like so proud of. And, yeah. And I'll probably never do anything <laughs> with the models, but like they're in a little little uh, plastic tray saying this team's going to be this and this team's going to well, be that. I got the whole Norse team because I wanted to do a, a classier edition of the Campbell Claymores. You probably should. I mean, not that the other one's bad, but yeah. you painted them and you painted them Painted before. over the original paint. Oh, did you paint over the originals? Yeah. The originals, I like. That's why I bought those models is I like the color scheme. And then I just went over and touched things up and made them look oh, better. Oh, see, I thought you and painted them I painted some all. to match. Okay. But... I'm just saying you could probably paint better now. You know how to paint better. And stuff I haven't like painted in years, though. But but you know how to paint better. I, I would probably just give it to someone to paint. Okay. But, but you still yeah. could do what you oh, want. Yeah. So, anyways, it's always fun acquiring new Blood Bowl stuff. Definitely. Um, top two favorite things from the podcast. My number one is having Pete Nifton on. Of, of course. course. Yeah. I mean, same. Super Dream. What was your other one? Well, the other one would be hitting 100 episodes total. Because I know this is that's funny episode 88, but we've hit 100, and that's awesome. Yeah, I agree with you. Totally agree. Having 100 episodes out there, whether you know through different kind, means and yeah. specials, it's pretty crazy. It's kind of an arbitrary number when you think about things, but it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's just cool. That lazy river is just trucking along sure all is. month. and. Probably other podcasts are going to pass us, and some podcasts might get to episode 10 in a few years. I but don't know if... <laughs> I mean, anything but a one They'll probably could pass us. Pass us if they That's keep, okay. But they've kind of slowed down to monthly, if that. It's okay. Yeah. Everybody has their niche, and that's perfectly fine. Yeah, but I'm cool with it. I agree with you. 100 episodes is a really big deal, and having Pete on was really amazing. Yeah, so. it really was. And that leads to him to coming out to Oklahoma Bowl, which is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Next one. Top two personal achievements in Blood Bowl this year. Um, probably, it's probably safe to say that Oklahoma Bowl weekend again, setting a new record for one-day tournaments on that's both a, of our... That's a good one. I didn't even think about that. But oh, yeah. you didn't? No. Okay. I'll, I'll talk about my other one real quick, and then I'll ask yeah. you for you. So, us... Setting another new record for Oklahoma Bowl was a pretty big deal because I didn't think we could break the last one. And if we break it again this year, I'm going to be shocked because... And here's the thing. I thought it was just an American record. Like, we had the largest one-day American record. So then I was looking into ways of fixing the tiebreakers since we went to four tiebreakers last year. Mm-hmm. And I contacted Mike Davies, ex-NF... Or, Ex-NAF president. Yeah, he's a big stat guru and stuff. Big and time on the stats and everything. And mentioned, hey, who's ran the largest one-day tournament? And then he gives me, I think it was Simon Bond, Glowworm, who's ran the largest one-day. And it was 60 people. Oh. That's, so, wow, that's... unless he's wrong, which is possible, 
as far as I understand it, we've ran the largest single day event in the world. That's pretty cool. Because at that point, people just make it two days. Right. Which, I mean. We're not going to get those records ever. <laughs> right. I mean, we might. If we cross our fingers and click our heels a few times, maybe we can. I think that's what makes our tournaments kind of unique but, because we do the two days and oh, absolutely two different days in one weekend, so you can come and go as you please. Yeah, I don't know if we're the first to do that, but we're the first. We were the big first tournament. we knew of, yeah. that's for sure. So and I now, think that's what makes us unique, and we stick to that. So one of these days, we should write down all the things that we've introduced into the community because really we have, unless yeah, other people I, are different. I mean. That, the splitting the the field on custom pitches to where you can play sidelines or end zone. Because we're and the first I mean, ones to do that. I mean, it might all be stuff that other people thought of. But yeah. I Kickoff mean, guys, it's new 100% to us. us. Let's put it that way. It was new to us. And yeah. We didn't see it anywhere else. And we've, you know, we forced FF Fields to do it. Because mm-hmm. the, they're like, I don't see why you'd want to. Well, because we want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, the kickoff die is definitely us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, just interesting. Yeah, it's pretty neat. The Blood Bowl community is pretty uh, cool, like mm-hmm. monster in a hole and how we all work together on that. Yeah. Um, so that was our achievements. Uh, my I didn't do the second one. Oh. Did you do two? I said I was going to and I never did. Yeah. So my second one is Chimera Cup because we've had this idea of doing a team tournament yeah. for many, many years and just never pulled the trigger and you know, and wanting the, to do a joint tournament again with three die block for which, many many years and never pulled the trigger. And I don't know if it was part of the you know, Oracle's going to happen. So why not try this or mm-hmm. or what that maybe gave us that final nudge to do it? But yeah. we talked about it for so many years and finally did it. So that was a a big achievement in my mind that we just finally did it and it did go off really well. And organizing a tournament. Two and a half hours away, three hours, well, no, I guess Springfield's what, three, four? Five? Okay, I don't know what it is. It's like five. It's every bit of three plus hours. It's five. Okay. Half a day away. Yeah. It's kind of a big deal, and we did it. Yeah. And it went really smooth. Sure did. I mean. And big shout out to the store. Nice weekend. The only thing I wish I would have done different is went to the barbecue place instead of going to Wendy's. Oh, that barbecue was really good. <laughs> but. We had a great but weekend. Metagames Unlimited, if you're ever in the Springfield area, they were very good to us. They gave us a lot of prize support and let us have the run of the place. It was awesome. All right, uh, Steve. My second one would just be playing at the Citadel at their first tournament. Now, I only went to six tournaments this year, technically seven, if you include Oklahoma Bowl. But it was kind of special just to be at the first one of hopefully many and my first official GW ran tournament. Because Chaos Cup's not officially GW ran by the time we went to it. That's true. It was at the bunker, so it was kind of, but not really. Yeah, I agree. I get what you're saying. So it was just kind of neat. All right. Top two Blood Bowl games of the year. This one's always hard. Because yeah. like you have like really good matches. I didn't really have that many matches, so I'll just do mine real quick. Sure. Uh, I gave Ken Washington a good game at Chaos Cup. Okay. I lost. But I gave him a good game. And he said, you know, you did really well. So he's a really good coach. So I felt good about that. That's about it. And then um, I guess Nuffleween. I had three wins. I got to play on the top table. A couple of my games just felt like I couldn't do anything wrong. The opponent couldn't do anything right. So I guess that's it for my games. 
Okay. I don't know. Nothing else really stood out. So losing it, Nuffleween was a top game? No, the other three games. <laughs> we'll get to that at the next one. So you can have honorable bench and Steve. You're supposed to mention the top two games. I don't know. Okay. That's I don't fine. remember games that well. All right. Fair enough. My top two games, and I'm going to go through a few honorable mentions here. Drew Bucciacone, who I can never beat. I tied him twice this year. That's something. And I really frustrated him tying him at uh, Chimera Cup with my Dark Elves versus his Norse. And then we had a 0-0 tie at Three Die Brawl, which was interesting because yeah. he had Bretonians and I had Corn. And one day, maybe, maybe, I'll beat him. Yeah. Um, every now and then I get opportunities and I blow it and then like, ah, but at least I'm starting to time. That's true. Um, but he blew me out of the water at a spike or spiky or Oklahoma bowl. But <laughs> anyways, honorable mention goes to him. I do uh, want to, I want honorable mention. I did play Jeffro at three die block, mm-hmm. three die brawl. It was a lot of fun. But again, I just don't remember games that much. I understand. That's my problem. I probably mem- remember games more than you do because I dwell on them. Yeah. And I don't, I just play, have fun and move on. I know. Uh, another honorable mention, Critter Bowl, uh, the final game. It was unique um, in the fact that I was playing Skaven. I won, ended up winning the game, but we played overtime. So it was kind of a good memory. Joe Roberts is a good coach. Yeah. He was so frustrating. <laughs> um, but I ended up winning that one. But that's another honorable mention. But my two games, probably the most memorable, fun games of the year where I also thought I played well, I, even though my results might not show it at Chaos Cup for mm-hmm. having, you know, I had a, three wins, a tie, and two losses. Felt like I played good Blood Bowl. You know, sometimes you play good Blood, blood Bowl and you still don't win. Yeah. Um, number one, uh, Chris Orzog, I think is how you pronounce his name. He goes by Anir, A-E-N-I-R, on uh, the NAF. It was my Bretonians versus his Camry, where he smashed the hell out of me and through a little bit of nuffle luck and some just playing the game out i managed not to get too frustrated and i survived <laughs> the game with like i think there was two or three players left on the field yeah and i won two to one so that was like but he had a great attitude about it which really probably helped the whole experience it was fun it was um Exciting because I figured he was gonna come back and tie and everything, but good game at Cast Cup, and then that was on that was game four of day one, and then on game um, on day five I was up there at the top tables. Surprisingly, I think was there two matches per table up there at the top, so I think I was on table four. Yeah. I could be wrong, four or five. I was up, up in that area. Top five tables, maybe maybe top six. I don't know. Anyways, top. I was on that front row. Second day of Chaos Cup, so there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance. I played a guy. I don't remember his first name at all. He goes by Frozen Flame. He had a Chaos Dwarf team. Super tough game. It was kind of the opposite where like I started taking casualties, and I couldn't make it. Yeah. But I still made it really difficult on him. And then some good luck and bad luck happened. And anyways, lost the game two to one. But like, I really felt like instead of getting frustrated, I continued just to keep playing, playing well, no matter what Blood Bowl threw at me. And despite losing on the last play of the game, two to one, I still was like, it was a really 
freaking good game. And I even told him that. I was like, I know we're both getting mad and walking off (laughs) because we were getting frustrated. Sure. We weren't tilting, but we were getting frustrated. And I was like, honestly, no matter what happens, this has been a really good game. And he's like, yeah, I know. It's just frustrating. And it's like, well, it's Blood Bowl. (laughs) It's Blood Bowl. So hats off to Frozen Flame who beat me. He has a really high ranking with Chaos Dwarves. He's like 210 almost. Dang. So that after seeing that as I was yeah. compiling stats for this, I was like, "Dang, I'm hell." That's not bad. It's not bad for getting my, you know, my players all casted off the field and mm-hmm. taking it down the wire. Anyway, so both my games came at cast cup. Cool. So now we have the top two worst games or tournament experiences of the year. So my second one, I'll go to the first one afterwards. Okay. Um, last round of chaos cup as well. And I was playing Norse against Norse with my pro elves, and he had a pylon mighty blow berserker who was just peeling every single player off the pitch. Every time he'd blitz with him, take a guy down off the pitch. Every time. I just couldn't do anything. And I was semi up there. I was one win away from, you know, having four wins. And one win, one loss, one tie, one loss. It'd be a pretty good record, but couldn't do it. He just he just whipped me. It was sad. Was that both of them? No, that was just one game. It felt like two, didn't it? It felt like it. Do you want, like me to tell you my other one? <laughs> yes. Would, okay. I would. Uh, <laughs> but you should see the look on your face of frustration. It was like uh, that when it was a double cup punch. <laughs> it's losing the top table at Nuffleween against Dean. <sighs> it's playing Dean anytime. Just, I've played him five times. I've lost four and tied once. He's a good coach. I can't do anything against him. He's Just, a good coach. He'll beat me three to nothing. He'll beat me four to nothing. Just, I can't stop him. So, I have three experiences. So, I'm going to give one of these an honorable mention. That makes sense. Um, I don't know which one to give the honorable mention to. <laughs> okay. But I'm going to give it to uh, a Chimera Cup. We were playing a, a younger kid, mm-hmm. Colton. You remember him? Yeah. He was there. He was playing Norse. And I just, the dice shit the bed. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying I would have won, but I don't think I would have got beat 2 nothing and almost 3 nothing. Jeez. And it was very frustrating, and I kind of felt, I think this was Colton's first dev experience <laughs> playing Grumpy Scott. So that was a very frustrating day. But I, I didn't, didn't want to push him into a wood chipper like yeah. the other two guys I'm about to talk about. See, that's what I was going to say is my whole Citadel experience, I had crazy games where the dice were just screwing me over and I couldn't do anything. I don't get upset by that because it's the dice. You know what I mean? Right. Because it's my dice failing, and it's just part of the game. That doesn't bother me as much. That's why I didn't even consider those. So my two worst games of this year. Yeah. Um, A.J. Murray, I played him up at 3-Die Brawl. Yeah. Played him in the last, it was last day, or last game of the day. I think it this point i was two wins a tie no losses mm-hmm. i played a slant team which he's pretty good at slant and then he played me and then he looks like he's the best he's the tom brady of slant players 
It was he, really he was like annoying. you said. I played him too. You okay? So you know yeah. this. This it was like you knew exactly what he was going to do. It was like somebody handed you a net and said, "All I need is an eight ounce glass of water." Mm-hmm. And you said, "Okay, so what am I supposed to do with this net?" Well, you're supposed to catch that water in this net and bring it over to me. Yeah, all I need eight ounces. If you give me four, we'll call it a tie. Yeah, and you're going, I what? Yeah, and then and you think like, okay, I'll soak, I'll soak the net in water and then go drain it into a cup. And it's like, no, the it's made out of plastic, so it doesn't even absorb water. Mm-hmm. And you're going, well, how the hell am I going to catch this water? It was so frustrating. He and did. you're waiting for him just to roll two ones in a row or two twos in a row, and he never did it. And I'm sure he did the exact same thing. He went to one side of the pitch, hugged the sideline, and just went down the field. He just did and everything put, super fast, hop around. You put boom, five boom, boom, people boom. in front of him, yeah. and he has to hop and dodge, and he made everything. Yeah. It was so frustrating. I looked in the You nat- look at his roster, and it's like, this isn't that bad. I can beat this. And I couldn't hurt anybody, so yeah. I couldn't even take people off the pitch. And I look at the score. He must have just decided not to run up the score on me because it was two to one. Yeah. And I don't even know how I scored. I don't even remember the score. All I remember he is lets hopping you score. around. He doesn't care. He doesn't want his people to get hurt. Anyways, that was really frustrating. Yeah, I remember and I, that. I kind of wanted to, to push him in the wood chipper, but he's really nice. <laughs> yeah, but I like it was, him. It was frustrating. So fr- I hate. I know how you feel about hating frogs yeah. after that. <laughs> it had been more frustrating if you would have told me they were Keyslip players. <laughs> they were humans doing the supernatural yes, stuff. That's true. And then, of course, um, a local foe, Scott Hess. I played him at Chaos Cup round six. Um, <sighs> round six at Chaos Cup is a big shit the bed moment for Scott traditionally, and once again I lose to a Norse team three to nothing. Yeah, that's happened now twice at Chaos Cup, and it's not because I play bad. It's the other coach is a good coach, and I just can't do anything. I mean, anything. And yeah, I wanted to push him in a wood chipper. And the fact that him beating me let him leap up to get a trophy. And then he wasn't even there to do it because he just left for no reason. Mm -hmm. Infuriated me. (laughs) But he's a local player. So, of course, we all have these local rivals. And yes, it was just frustrating. Very frustrating. So I would, if I had another honorable mention... My last game at three die block, because I got the award for the most three die blocks. Uh-huh. Did I mention that as part of my top no. two achievements? Well, you didn't mention it as getting an award either this year. So you did get an award at a trophy. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, that was one of my top two personal achievements was the most three die blocks, which I guess we skipped over. Whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I had the most, and I was, you know, first game, I wasn't really trying to do it but i had crash knack and i had the ability so i just started doing it and then i wasn't winning so i went for it and i was very close to getting the record up until that last game and i went up against a chaos dwarf team i just couldn't do anything it's just frustrating i was like i'm right there let me beat the damn record <laughs> nope not for you my friend nope all right top two races this is gonna be i mean we don't have a lot of choices when you only play not really Six and seven tournaments, although we're the kind of people that always play different teams. So, like other people might yeah, go. Yeah, every to, tournament I, re- I played a different team. Other people might go to 12 tournaments and only play two teams. Mm-hmm. So, but we do a top two races based on tournaments um, that we never want to play again. 
So my first, or in a long time, right? My first one would be Chaos that I took to Chimera Cup. Not that I hate Chaos; they're just kind of bland, okay, kind of boring. And then my other ones, Dwarves. I hate for dwarves. the same reason. Yeah, I mean, I took them to Carnage Cup, and I took two secret weapons, so that's fun, but just so dwarfy. I don't <sighs> like them. I understand. As much as I want to like dwarves, mm-hmm. the more and more, this is weird since I've been playing Blood Bowl 30 plus years, the more and more I play them, it's just, I want to like them, but I'd rather play other play styles, I yeah, guess. they're not dynamic. Yeah, I guess that's probably true. Uh, two races, I never want to play goblins again. We're all aware of that. <laughs> and I really did not, even though I won Critter Bowl with Skaven, I don't really want to play Skaven anymore either. Why? So I don't get. I enjoy Skaven. I mean, you have low They're armor. Super you get beat fast. Up. Yeah. I guess here's the deal. Over the last couple of years of my Blood Bowl life, I just get beat up. I, you know, before it's my turn, I have true. ten players. If I'm that's going to happen to me, and if I'm going to play with seven armor, I might as well play with elves. So the remaining players have four agility. Yeah, but you have elves. You've got four gutter runners. Well, in that build, I also took two star players. I oh mean, yeah, they had four agility too, but it was just yeah. I don't know. I just didn't have fun with yeah, them. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I had fun because I won, but like, I think if that was a four game tournament, it would have drove me really nuts. Fair enough. It's weird though because I kind of like playing Underworld, which is Skaven and Goblins. I think it allows you to play with more star players and stuff. I don't think it's weird. And you get mutations, so that helps. I don't hate Skaven, but I don't want to play them in a long time. Goblins, I might never play them again, especially since I won a Stunty Cup with them. I need to get mine painted. I really need to get mine painted. That's the bad thing. I like my models. Yeah. I just don't like the team. (laughs) Well, I have so many freaking models now. You always have. Well, yeah, second edition, third edition, all the stars. and Top two races you enjoyed playing this year. Well, one's pro elves because I just enjoy pro elves. You put Jordell on there, or you just have I, I just enjoy them. They're mm-hmm. a lot of fun. The other one, not so much about the race as, but I I'll include it. Uh, Necro, only because I played Count Luther. So really, <laughs> it was just playing Count Luther. Okay, well, that's still an answer. Yeah, mine was surprise. I mean, I only played six tournaments. Sure. So mine was Corn uh, and Bretts. I actually enjoyed the experience. I don't think either team should really be around. Because if you want to play corn, you just spam Frenzy. If you want to play Bretts, you can. They're just humans. But I did have fun playing them. So I know we've hashed this out before. Um, I'm of the opinion more teams is always good. Right. Because still at 26 or 30 or even 40 teams. It gives you variety, and I don't see it taking away from anything I else. But conversely, when it comes to like star players, you know, if every team's going to get ten star players, and there's not a whole lot of overlap, I don't really want there to be two hundred star players. That's a fair. So assessment. I don't know how I feel about that. I got you, but I I did enjoy playing them. That's interesting. It, yeah. it was cool that I got to borrow. People's cool models, so that kind of immersed me into yeah. the, like the fluff of it and everything. So. You're like an assistant coach taking over. 
Yeah, so it was it was pretty neat. They do have different play styles and stuff, so so it was quite the challenge. Nuffle's favorite question number eleven. And only one more to go after this. Top two places we ate at tournaments this year. Um, you know we didn't like go out and eat crazy food. No, like, but it's also because we didn't go to so many tournaments, right? Either that limits it. So once again, Hakua Sushi up in Chicago is, that is always still awesome. one of my favorite, and it could be the whole ambiance of every, just. It's Friday night. It's it's a chaos group cup. of us. Yeah. It's Chaos Cup. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And then my second one, and I don't know what the place is called, so you can help me out. The breakfast place we ate at up at Springfield for Chimera Cup. Do you remember what that place was called? It's so unfair. I know we talked about it in the <laughs> both that episode with Chimera Cup. Anyways. I, I like the I like the breakfast place that we ate at. I know we talked about it before. So if, it, if you're dying to know the answer, go back and listen to some old meltdown episodes. My two, the I don't know the name of it either. The barbecue place on the way up to Iowa that we stopped at, the fancy one. Oh, jeez! Oh, but you really like that? So overall, the barbecue wasn't amazing, but those wings were amazing. Man, I forgot about those. Those wings were awesome. Man, maybe like, we should have another question that says. Food. Well, specific food you ate. But yeah, it, <laughs> for everything else, like the actual place, I was not a huge fan of. But those was it wings. Like 617 or 716 barbecue. Something like that. You can go back and listen to <laughs> yeah. the episode on that too. And then my other place, uh, not really a restaurant, so I don't know if it counts, Drew's, when we had the big cookout. That's fair. The big cookout with everybody and playing games and eating. It was just a lot of fun. I didn't even think about that. But yeah. That was a Because it's not really a restaurant, but... Yeah. No, but you, you could come eat at Drew's. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great time. Uh, top two things in Blood Bowl that was released this last year that we really enjoyed. Uh, so my first one is the Death on the Pitch book that I'm still getting through. So you you started it. Mm-hmm. Is it good? Yeah. I'm a few stories in. It's been pretty fun. Okay. They're not <laughs> anything amazing, but they're fun. Today, before I came over, I saw that on the bookshelf, and I was like, you're on furlough, fool. You should just absorb that That's book. true, yeah. You know? And we'd have stuff to talk about. Exactly. So I keep forgetting I have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, one of my things is the Spike magazine. And I, I'm assuming I said that before in the past, but they're so good. That was almost going to be my other one, is just all the Spike magazines. Because it's such a, to me... You pay your twelve fifty, and it's such a good value for yeah. what you get. Nifton, New Art, uh, New Stars, Fluff, all around. I know we talk sometimes on Facebook, and you know, I I might nitpick like there's so many models that are on one foot, you know, like a mummy, yeah. or goofy things like that, and I and I just don't like that. That's not for me. You're not getting me to go buy your product mm-hmm. or the extra character cards that you're supposed to. Fill in and put your stats on that I feel like they're useless. They are. But, oh, yeah, we should. We'll, never mind. we'll, we'll talk about that in yeah. the shout outs. Um, but the Spike magazines, they hit not, not a home run. They hit a grand slam every time on those. They really do. Value every time. and content, everything is great. And I say that because before I read it, I go, oh, okay, it's undead. And then after I read it, I go, I think I want to play Undead. <laughs> yeah. 
Or I, Nurgle. I don't really dying to play Nurgle. Mm-hmm. Then I read it and I go, I really kind of want to play. Maybe I should get a new Nurgle team. It always makes me think about buying the models that I already have, too. Yeah. So that means it's doing its job in all ways. It really does. And from a role-playing standpoint, even better. I would not be upset if they just did more. Well, you know, they did do a live Q&A showing the new stuff that came out. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked about going back and doing the old teams that don't have spikes. Mm-hmm. And I guess they are not going to do those until they finish all the new spikes. You know, I had, idea. Sucks. I had an idea hmm. that every year they could do it when they do a new almanac. You put that new material in there. That would be a way to go. Give you something new to buy. Some, it gives you a reason to. An extra but already reason. those almanacs are going to be so big. That's true. So maybe it's but not. But I a agree. Idea, so. And then final thing. No, that was the top two yeah, things. Oh, we each I did one. Yeah, I got you. And I'm guessing we both agree on the last one because we kind of spoiled it. Yeah, we kind of talked before. <laughs> um, it's the new Undead dice. You know, I was thinking about that. And while it is the new Undead dice, and I'm still going to give the honors to the new Undead dice, I okay. really like the Dark Elf dice, too. But I like the color purple. Yeah. But let me tell you why the Undead dice won it for me. So up until this point, I was buying two sets of dice because mm-hmm. I still have this fantasy that my little girls are going to want to play Blood Bowl. And we're all going to take a trip to Chaos Cup. And it's going to be me and Jennifer and her girls and maybe her boys. And we all, as a family, go play Blood Bowl. And the big argument is who gets what block dice to take. And then dad saves the day by going, well, don't you worry. You <laughs> can take these underworld dice. Right. And I can take these underworld dice because I have two sets and dad's here to save the day. That's never going to happen. No. But if it does, I have two sets of the new dice and I like to support the store and the product. And I single handedly think me buying an extra set of dice is going to make them continue to make Blood Bowl products. Doesn't hurt. But I wasn't going to do this for this set. (laughs) Only going to get one set of dice. I get them in. Ooh, I really like these dice. Like... Maybe even more than the purple ones. When they first started coming out, I was buying two, one to keep and one to open. Mm-hmm. And then I gave up because I didn't, you know, didn't right. care. But because I just leave them closed. It's not like, not like I'm going to use them. I have my right. own dice. Well, I purposely yeah. bought two sets hoping they get used. I'm probably, I've told uh, Brian to order me another set of these, so I'm going to buy them. Well, I ended up buying a second set just because I think Jennifer will maybe use them too because they just kind of. They're that off-white with the black. I seem they look they like seem, bone. They pop with my old man eyes. They seem to. I can read them. It feels like a lot better than mm-hmm. some of the other dice. The For purple sure. and these are like amazing. And the fact that they got me to buy two sets of dice when I don't need two sets of dice. Yeah, that gets it. I was excited by them, and I didn't think I was going to be. It's a very odd thing, but yes, we both agree on that. <laughs> and that's the downies. That's the Downies. Congratulations if we talked about you in our awards. I'm sure it's like a great honor. And um, if we left you off, as always, no slight is intended. We just forget things. We sure do. A lot. We might need to add some more questions maybe next year. We probably should. If you have a suggestion for any um, Downy questions, yeah, let us know. We'll be happy to hear from you. Yeah. If you have any feedback, we'll have to hear you. But we'll get to Hopefully all that. Hopefully we'll go to more tournaments this next year. Well, I hope so. I'm pretty I mean, sure I know 
either what my best experience is going to be or my worst experience. So <laughs> you're saying the upcoming World Cup? Yeah. Trip? <laughs> it's either I had a great I time it. and I went to World Cup, or I didn't get to go and sucked, or <laughs> I went and I got killed, so I'm not doing the podcast anymore. I came back with one less kidney. Yeah. It was really fun, mm. except for the kidney part. Yeah, except for the kidney part. And I got a disease. Yeah. Yeah, you guys can't go to too many of those brothels. It's not worth the money. It's not? I wouldn't think. No. You haven't looked into it? Like, remember the Cat House show on HBO? Mm-hmm. And then, like, when that came out, it's kind of curious. I'm like, what do they actually charge? And you look. And it's like $1,500. What? Yeah. No way. Or 1200 or 1000 It was. <laughs> it was crazy. It would have to be, like, 10% of that or less for me to... Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I guess I'm a cheap whore. No, you're Cheap John. Cheap John. Cheap John. <laughs> That's a good name. Cheap John. Cheap John. Yeah. That is. All right. Let's uh, wrap this segment up. We will come back with some shout outs. Cheap John. <laughs> Wrapping up what apparently feels like a very long episode. Uh, it's time for shout outs. These shout outs. I was actually going to say outshouts. Outshouts! Yep. But that's not it. Man, today's been a good day. You know I've only coughed like three times during all this recording? I will thank you when I do the editing. I mean, it's like even less than normal, yet I still feel a little bit sick. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Maybe because you're trying not to because you're sick? (laughs) As opposed to normally just letting it go? That's crazy. All Uh, right, so what shoutouts we got, Steve? First shoutout, I do want to thank... Uh, John Peterson for emailing us. He was talking to you about he likes the Blitz Bowl and he wanted to get approval for his Cleveland Brownies team. Yep, we talked about that. I emailed him back. And you said Cleveland? I I said if it was me, I would do the Cleveland. There was a team called the Cleveland Crescents. Mm -hmm. And I I said I would personally change them and add that kind of like fluffy established area or town or city and call them. I mean, I get the Brownies thing. I agree. That's themey with halflings. Um, I mean, anytime you have food, it's hard to say no. Right. And that's the original. That's what the name of the mascot is for the Browns, too. Brownie. The Brownies? Yeah. The little uh, elf team thing that they have. Oh, okay. Remember that? Not... Like their old logo looks kind of like the Fighting Irish logo, but he's a brownie. Okay. And old brownie was like a yeah. little elf. It's like a pixie type guy. thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm sure if you showed me, it would trigger my memory going, oh, yeah. Right. But, yeah. Uh, Lewis McKay also emailed. He's from Scotland. He had the Fremantle Fletchers, which I guess you didn't realize what a Fletcher was. I still, yeah. It's a maker of, of bows and arrows. I think it's a maker of well, arrows, I, mean, I think. Yes, but I, my big point was, I mean, yeah, it's like the the people who put like the feathers and stuff mm-hmm. on the arrows. To form. my understanding, yes. That's what I found, too, but I was like, it's both down approved. Yeah. Because he... Told and me it's all the alliteration about it too. Stuff. They're like, yes. I just thought a lot of people would not recognize what a Fletcher was sure. immediately, but it could be a cultural thing. Like over there, everybody might know what a Fletcher is, while yeah. West Ham Americans don't. Very possible. <clears throat> it's interesting because he, then he replied saying he changed the name to the Fremantle Boyer. So I don't know if he meant Boers or what a. Bo- I don't even know what a Boyer is. B o w y e r. See, that's, yeah. It's even it, more obscure to us. Yeah, I think I'd keep them the uh, keep Fremantle the Fletchers. Fletchers. Yeah. But, it, you know, like in Oklahoma, we use the term Sooner all the time. Well, sure, it, yeah. It, it, 
doesn't nobody, nobody thinks about know. it. But other people is like, what the hell's a sooner? Or boomer, yeah. Or a boomer, yeah, or something like that. So it's just. Uh, he also plays Fumble and BB2 and wants to get a game in. I'm like, I haven't played BB2 in ages. Yeah, you should play him because, like. <laughs> I used to, I mean, I was streaming and having fun, but then with the move and everything, and then just now the other podcast and getting ready for Oklahoma, just my time gets limited. I got you. All right, who else you got on there, buddy? Um, we found some people that know. Or not know. Everybody knows about the <laughs> extra cards that come in those team right. packs, but some, but a couple people who actually use them. It was interesting. It was a comment on Facebook, and yes, apparently Kane Rainstrick, uh, if he listens, says that he does use them, and he's literally the first person that we've talked to that uses them. And I'm sure there's others, but it's the first time we heard that somebody takes 12 of those cards out mm -hmm. and writes on them. And he said, like, I use pencil and, you know, erase it. And that's not really a problem for me. He says it's easier for him than yeah. the roster, uh, which I find. Another fan of the podcast, odd, but... Andy Ebram, said that he, as a fan of the podcast, he does use them. Mm -hmm. So that was another person. And then Christopher Hodge came in and said that he used to use them. But now he uses the team roster just because it's easier. So Which, we, yeah, we found some people that actually use those cards. That yeah, I keep contending to me feels just. I keep saying that they're extra cards to get us to buy more, you know, make it more expensive. It it probably is not the yeah. case. I I, um, I get that because JYT got in there. Jonathan, the Blood Bowl enforcer Jonathan Taylor York <laughs> decided to come in and I want to say mouth off, but. Uh, it's Facebook. You never know their tone. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't know our tone either, to be fair. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, you were basically saying it was a cash grab and not being super serious I guess serious what I kind of really mean is, is like... It's a poor business decision. We'll leave it at that. If those cards were not in there, yeah, I would have bought everything so far. Uh, I would of, bought of the, too, the, because now we would have... Of the team stuff. Yeah. Because I'm interested in the star player cards, mm -hmm. and even though we don't use them for our league, the other cards... Well, if they were cheaper, I'd buy them for the league and wouldn't care about it. I don't. I guess what I don't understand is if people do use the cards. Yeah. I don't know why you don't make a generic card up. Exactly. You sell a pack of them. Yep. It's twenty five dollars. You get fifty of those cards. Yep. That way, Kane, who uses these, can use them however he wants. And if he needs another, he just goes back and buys another one of the generic packs. And how much? How much harder is it to write down linemen? And then add stats. You know, that's the only difference is that when these come out for the races, they are pre-filled. Screw that. Just do blank. <laughs> this is stupid. Well, with the pre-filled stuff, and I don't know this because I don't have any of these. Do they have a spot for permanent injuries? I don't know. I mean. We don't really look at them because we're never going to use them. So that that was kind of my thing. And I think more people, I think more people would buy them for the other cards. Yeah, if the if they were fifteen dollars, like the star player, the other sets that came out that were fifteen dollars, mm -hmm. that'd be a done deal buy. They really would be a done deal buy. But he disagreed with us. I guess a lot of people use it. Maybe maybe Jonathan Taylor York uses them. He I, might. I don't know. Um, I'm glad that some people do use these because that proves that there's probably some small niche yeah. of people who need them. So. That's all we're saying. It makes it not feel like so much of a waste. But, and, I mean... And all feedback is good. Yeah. I mean, at least 
sift through it and just listen. Sure. I still think there's way too many models on one foot. But you're talking probably to the guy who I like to see characters getting ready to do something. But you also don't model. I mean, and I don't I've model. seen some people take the one-footed mummies and green stuff and cut. They look really good. Oh, do they? Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay. Well. But it does require modeling and figuring all that out. I also want to give a shout out to Alex Wormall. He runs Water Bowl, and it's taking place February 16th and 17th. They're also doing a charity raffle to raise some money for prostate and testicular cancer research and prevention. They're going to have a lot of cool prizes, including neoprene street bowl pitch, team of Sizzler figures painted by Thor87, who is an amazing painter, did my corn and Bretonian teams. Oh, that yeah. guy. Oh. Yeah, he's awesome. Man, he needs to talk to me as soon as I'm done being furloughed, because... Man, you, man, you're good. It would be good. <laughs> you're uh, good. Um, it's only two dollars. Well, it's only two pounds a ticket, or ten pounds a strip. I guess or five. Ticket, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> and it's also open to coaches not attending the Water Bowl. So if you want more information, just go on Facebook, look for Water Bowl, one word, I believe, or go look on Talk Fantasy Football. He's also sending us That's some stuff. That's kind of a cool idea. I like, sent him you know stuff. How we're he's doing... sending us stuff. We're doing some charity mm-hmm. things at Oklahoma Bowl. Yeah. Why not have one of those teams be universal where anybody could Because then, Well, then you'd have to ship it, I guess. have to ship it. You'd have to have separate raffle tickets for that one item. And then we're drawing something there that may not I, go I to somebody it. there. It's just a thought. No, it's a great idea. I don't mind doing that. I just don't like going to a tournament where you can draw a name and it's like it's some, not to that. It's some guy some, in Bulgaria. Yes, I got you. That's also why we do drawings for the major prizes on Saturday. The second in, time I use Bulgaria in this uh, podcast. Are you on a big Rusev kick or something? Maybe, maybe it's Rusev Day. Is it Rusev Day? It is. Rusev it's day. always Rusev Day. Happy Rusev Day, Steve. Happy Rusev Day. Is that even a thing now? Yeah, still thing. He's, okay. he's the United States champion. Is he? Yeah. Wow. Royal Rumble next week. Going so next off week? Tangent. Next week. Sweet. It is a great two weeks. <laughs> While I want Even to go back to work. not having a job. I kind of, <laughs> after the Patriots got into the Super Bowl, I was like, maybe being furloughed for like two more weeks wouldn't be a bad thing. Because it's like, I could stay up and watch the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And it really just soaked that in because even if it's bad, it's good. It's oh, like yeah. pizza. That's like a good wrestling pay per view. Mm-hmm. And then I got the Super Bowl the next weekend. So like, it's not bad. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible. Uh, uh, we have no new reviews on iTunes, which really I, I don't blame you guys. I mean, nobody uses iTunes reviews anymore. It feels. Mm, I so looking at some new podcasts that have come out, like even big ones. They don't get hardly any reviews anymore. No, it's just not. Five years ago, when you start out and you have a giant podcast, you get thousands and thousands and thousands of reviews. Right. But now it just doesn't seem like a thing. You just have people listening, and Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's what they do. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Joe Smith. He contacted me a while back on one of the episodes. We talked about the World's Edge Super League, which was the like Dwarf League with all the different styles of Dwarf teams. Um Joe, that is in the 2003 Blood Bowl Annual. It's on page 40. If you 
need that information or if you want to seek it like on eBay and try to find the book yourself or maybe you have it at home. But Does it say where it originally came from? Like um, look in the beginning. Oh, I didn't think about that. Because the annuals always collected the information. Okay, so let me... Does it not have a breakdown? It doesn't have a breakdown. No, not that I see here, Steve. Arata. Oh, here it is. Experimental rules preview. Oh, that's experimental proofs. Yeah, nothing on the World's Edge Super League. Okay. So It probably appeared somewhere else. If someone else knows, just let us know and we can pass it along. Yeah. Um, but if you, Joe Smith, if you really need this, obviously I'm on furlough. I guess I could take <laughs> the time and go somewhere and photocopy it or PDF it and, and then, uh, As Steve send points it to, to the printer right behind him. Yeah. But the, the scanner. that means I'd have to do some work. That's true. <laughs> I'll have to bend the spine of your book to scan it really Yeah. Good. We don't want to do that. <laughs> See, Just take photos. <laughs> exactly. But, um, anyways, maybe he's going to run, run a a world says super league that'd be kind of cool he could run the jewels he could run the jewels fast i don't know what that means it's a song is it mm-hmm. by who run the jewels and they have a song called run the jewels fast well it's in part of the song oh run the jewels means to steal something oh i got you you must have found a new band no i've been a fan of those for a while okay been, been listening to i've been watching a nude netflix show with one a, of the guys a nude netflix nude. show with the guys who's a the nude. guys that watch these nude netflix shows with you everybody would come on <laughs> what's it called the circle jerk it's a documentary about one guy who goes to many circle jerks and he documents where the best town is to do them. is he a jerk at it He's an asshole. That's the thing. He you shows in the middle up. Of the first one, and then he's like, he mocks people. Is that all you brought <laughs> to the table? Get out of here! And the he end, he eats all their food. Like at the very they have end, nachos, and he just slurps them all in. And he's like, I gotta go poop. At the very end of the series, he ends up mocking himself, so it becomes one big circle. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. This is we've ruined it. This is a great mockumentary. <laughs> it's so sad. People would watch it. Call it Cheap John. Cheap John. <laughs> hey, I think that's it. I, don't I got... think that's all our shout outs. Um, shout shout out to... for the last year. Anyone that helped contribute to our success and not downfall. I know. It's crazy. Like the podcast listeners keep growing, or at least that's what the downloads tells us. And so, like, it's pretty. Pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome, really. So, um, and the fact that not only did we get Pete Nifton on the show, but hopefully, as long as nothing goes wrong, he'll be at our tournament and in our houses and in your mouth. In my mouth, Pete Nifton. That's kind of weird. Well, you said you wanted to crawl in his mouth. Well, that's like why I always explain, explain, like, when somebody crawls all over somebody, that they're going to crawl in your mouth like a cat. So, that's. I don't know how many cats you've had. I don't remember any crawling into my mouth. You know how cats bug you when you They're don't alive. want... Like, Jennifer's allergic to cats. Right. You can take 100 people at, like, a miscellaneous place, and you put Jennifer in there, and for some reason that cat's like, hey, how's it going? Can yeah, I, because she ignores Can it. I crawl in your mouth? Mm-hmm. And it's like, but why do you want to bother me? And it's like, well, I, I don't know, but I really want to hang out with you. How about I just sit on your face and throw fur at you? Yep. It's amazing. Yeah, if you ignore a cat, it will come to you. Hmm. It's like some women. Okay. 
Well, you know, some like people, some people. I mean, well, I, that's very true. Actually, I'm glad you said that. Um, I made a statement on Facebook because uh, Mike Davies put up some stats about the World Cup stuff. And yeah. I, I popped off about, because I saw Chaos was like the number two team or something. I was like, bet you they wouldn't do so good if they didn't have the old archaic piling on rule. Right. And I forgot totally how the NAF has changed that where you, you it's not a, you have to use it. Oh, yeah. We are not using it for Oklahoma and Spiky. Cup. I understand that, but I totally forgot about right. that, and so I kind of popped off being a smarty pants. <laughs> like you got to get back to the oh, you know, we don't use fourth edition mummy uh, mm-hmm. tomb guardians anymore for Kimry. And Nate Beam and Mike Davies both mentioned like it is optional now, and it's like oh yeah, I forgot. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> I'm eating some crow on our own podcast saying I apologize there, or I said yeah, my bad. Yeah, so I'm just kind of throwing it out there again. So. I forget that, like, they are trying to change some. Yeah, they have. So, that's good. The next rules review should be interesting. Why is that? just have a feeling they're going to get rid of all some of the old stuff. Oh, with the implement of now mm-hmm. we have a lot of new teams with yeah. Spike and stuff. It, it really might The more happen. it comes, more new stuff comes out, the more old stuff is going to go away. Kind of like what we did with the league yeah. where we're only using the 10-star players for Dark Elves, not the CRP ones mm-hmm. and stuff. Could be very interesting. Yeah. When is that? Is that? It's the November of every year. November. Okay. Yeah. So we got a while. Oh, definitely. And by then we should have two or three new spikes out. At least. So hopefully. Should be halflings next and then what? what? Wood elves. and. Man, you got some good information, huh? I, I'm just hoping. <sighs> Whatever. The rumor has been halflings. And I can't okay. imagine they do halflings without doing wood elves because you've got the team, the trees. Why are you winking at me? Do you know something? I don't I'm not know? winking. It would be nice if they did both in one spike. That'd be cool. They could do that with old teams. I yeah. know now we're just tangent ranting when we've been talking. We for mainly hours just now. want more spikes. Just put out more spikes, and we're happy. But then once that happens, then we'll be like, I wish they'd make new spikes, and then. I, but I don't want them to make arbitrarily crazy more rules just to have a magazine out. So take your time. You're we're okay. We're more than halfway through teams. Well, not with spikes. Not with spikes, but in release, we're more than halfway through now. Are we really? Mm-hmm. If you include, you know, Underworld and all oh, that. that you can make, yeah. make with these teams. That's pretty cool. It's getting close to the end, and then we'll see new teams. <sighs> That's what you think. What I would like them to do is make blister packs to be sold at the store. Yes. I don't think they're ever going to do that. Everything. Just sell at the store. Don't do Forge World. I'm not going to buy you stupid star players for 43 bucks. Why not? I'm not spending Warhammer people buy that stuff all the time. I know. And that's... They don't... I don't think they care. They don't. 100%. They go, okay, so only one out of five of you buy it? That's fine. This one model costs as much as five of them would be at the store. I, I just... I can't spend 30, 40 bucks on a model and be happy. I understand. Not when they come out all the time. It's perfectly fine, Steve. We get it. You don't. It kills you not having everything, but it's all right. It just makes me not want to have everything. So just get rid of all. Okay. Well, <laughs> next month we will be selling all my collection. So if anyone would like something, let me know. Dude, you could take off for a while by selling your collections. You keep mm. finding teams. Yeah. It's true. You have, imagine a life where you have so many teams. That you go, oh, the other day I was looking through my teams and I found, I don't know how many told me you found, but you found two painted teams. Three teams. Yeah. Well, all three painted? No, just two. 
But you found two painted teams. The other Usable ones are full, painted teams. The other ones are full Grebo. Uh, you have too many teams. teams. You have too many teams. Maybe. You I'm know. not alone in this. <laughs> I know you're not. There's a lot of people out there with this affliction. <laughs> I know. All right, we're going to wrap this up. We will see you next month. Sign up for Oklahoma Bowl, folks. Anything else, Steve? Sign up for Oklahoma Bowl at OklahomaBowl.com. Go, Pats. Go, Pete. Go away. (laughs) You want Pete to go away? No, just you. (laughs) I'm going away. Go, Patriots. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you want to know if your team name is Both Down Approved, send a tweet to at BD Approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Run them jewels fast, run them, run them jewels fast, run them, run them, run them, run them, run them, fuck the slow mo. Fashion slave, you protested to get in a fucking look book. Everything I scribbles like the anarchist book book. Look good, posing in the center for the book book. Black on black on black, wave the ski mask, that is.